0: The 700 Tapes podcast is meant for entertainment purposes only. We do not own any of the clips that you will be hearing on this program. The 700 Tapes podcast will contain adult language and adult humor, so if you're easily offended, please stop listening now. But if you'd like to listen more, split a piece of wood and you will find us. Turn over a stone and we'll be there. There you go. Oh man, my hands are bleeding. In 2019, Jasperino purchased 700 tapes at a yard sale for $35. He promptly moved them to a safe house deep in the outlands of the Arizona desert. If you're into nostalgia, and if you like VHS, and if you can find them, maybe you can listen to the 700 Tapes Podcast.
1: appeared on a rare group of people. Saint Paul is often said to have been the first to show this fascinating phenomenon. In Galatians, in the Bible, he is quoted as saying, I bear in my body the marks of the Lord Jesus. The Greek for marks is stigmata. Whether Paul's stigmata were meant literally or symbolically is ambiguous. But the word stigmata has come to be known as the mysterious wounds which mirror those that Christ suffered on the cross. They may be round holes in the hands or wrists, the feet on the side, on the head, or may be shaped in the sign of the cross. A stigmatist may exhibit some or all of these. Who are the stigmatists? And what is the nature of their strange markings? you get a social worker. I'm the one with stigmata. By the power of Jesus Christ, I command you, come out of her body now and for always. In the name of Jesus Christ, I command you, come out of her body now and for always. In the name of Jesus Christ, I... In the name of Jesus Christ, I... Why are you embarrassing me?
2: grace the lord is with blessed
0: out thou women and blessed is roman got a band-aid I'm bleeding a little bit it's coming out of my hands my feet
3: what's that on your back
0: Damn. did that oh that, that, that looks like it that yeah, looks it like it hurts stings. it's Ooh. a little uncomfortable a blood dripping in my eyes i don't know what's going on man but yeah. uh oh <laughs> what's up freaks and weirdos Jasperino, that's reverberating good, too.
3: Right, it was, it's the spring. That,
0: I'm not going to lie, that scared me. Yeah, really. that scared me, too. I'm sorry, guys, that we're making for the stigmata. <laughs> What's up, freaks and weirdos? Stigmata Jasperino here with Bloody Roman Alvarado. <laughs> <laughs> the man, the myth, the legacy himself. How you doing, brother? Woo! Welcome
3: nice. to- Doing pretty well on yourself.
0: You know what? If the one for these wounds, I think I'd be alright. <laughs> Welcome to the Seven Hundred Tapes Podcast. An all VHS review podcast where everything we do is based on VHS. Watched on our VCR right underneath my monitor here in front of me. You know any kind of video on demand, voodoo, hoodoo, you do, Netflix. What's that other thing? Uh Disney+, Plus, yep. HBO, Miz Axe, mm-hmm. we definitely don't watch the movie on voodoo, because <laughs> you know the voodoo that you do, anywho, this week we are going to be reviewing Stigmata in case you hadn't noticed, we're actually a week late on this because I did this because I wanted to do it for Easter, mm-hmm. but uh, we didn't do it because, uh, you know. If you listen to this podcast, and you're a fan, and you like to listen to us, first off, we appreciate it. We love you to death. Damn right. But if you're a regular listener, you know we are, uh, what's the word, as, uh, not inconvenient, um, inconsistent. (laughs) We are as inconsistent as fuck. A-F, if you will. Fuck. But... That's always a worth good it. thing Because yeah I will not rush this content And Mm-mm. neither will Roman, So if we're not feeling it Or something's going on Or we're gonna have to rush over here And throw something together We will simply will not do it Nope Because we wanna give you guys Quality Quality
4: mm-hmm.
0: Quality over quantity Damn right That's what I say Damn right And if we gotta do this a week late Which furthermore fucks up Next week's podcast Being a week late Because oh well. the timing on that's gonna be fucked up too And I'll tell you why in a little bit oh, But shit. yeah There you go that's what we're going to do, because you know why? Because we're all about entertaining you correctly.
3: Authenticity.
0: And if I ain't feeling it, you know what, if Axl Rose can go on stage three hours late until he feels it, we could do that same thing. Whew. Welcome to the jungle, baby. You're going to die. Damn right. Right. Anyway, Stigmata is the movie. Today. I don't want to linger too much because I got a lot to talk about, and I don't want it to be a four-hour podcast, and it will if, if, uh, we, don't, if we dawdle too much here. Woo. I just want to say this movie changed my life. This is going to be a very personal episode for me. You guys are going to learn a lot of personal information about me. And uh, it's very near and dear to my heart and my religious beliefs. And um, if you are Catholic or very religious in any way pertaining to Jesus or Christianity, it is not our intent to offend you in this episode, but we're going to put your faith to the test today. Let's just say that. I don't know. Do <laughs> I really wanted to do that. That was cool. <laughs> breaking the law. Breaking the break <laughs> law. <laughs> oh shit. Um, a couple things I do want to talk about real quick. First, I want to give a big up shout out to DMX. We lost him this week.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, I'm not going to talk too much about it because Roman and I already talked about it. We both feel kind of the same way. And we we don't have... we don't sound like assholes, right? But, um... Shit, so he went out doing what he wanted to do. Yeah, unfortunately, because what he wanted to do was a lot of drugs.
3: No, no, so. no. Look, oh. is that... It's unfortunate for us, but fortunate for him, maybe? I don't know. Maybe, yeah. Because his look, last
0: couple of years were not quality. I mean, let's...
3: And look, I don't know. His quality of life is for him to decide. Right, right, so, right. understanding that, look. He did his thing. He left his mark on the world. Hell yeah. And, you know...
0: Made some good music. And awesome, right. dude. It's dark and hell is hot. Mm-hmm.
3: Blood of my blood, flesh Fuck, of my flesh. Oh man,
0: those those two albums right there,
3: and they're they're within the same calendar year. Right, it's crazy. Oh, that was
0: what was that? Ninety nine. If 2000? I'm not, mis- I
3: think it was ninety eight. Oh because what happened is, um he was ac- it was actually a bet he couldn't do another full CD, dude, within the same calendar right. year. He got a million dollars just to do that. I'm
0: like, damn, both amazing. Oh yeah. Amazing albums
3: It's almost like how um, Halloween was Halloween 1 and 2
0: Right They had to break it in half
3: It's almost like how They, they just did those two Because he was like Look, I already had songs recorded yep. So It is that same That same feel You know With both of the CDs But Different Right mm-hmm.
0: So yeah Big uh, shout out to DMX Definitely. RIP my brother Thanks R.I.P. for the great music Right And you can uh, Stop st- Drop shut them down Open up shop In the sky Yeah I don't know why they always think people do what they did here in the sky when they die. Hmm. Like, you know, the guy was like, uh, let's say he was an electrician. And they're like, mm. well, now he's fixing wiring Light- and lighting in, in the, the sky. sky. Why? <laughs> why <laughs> would <Why? laughs> you think? He would and be how, working. How much does that? Yeah, that would suck. Like, you know, you get to heaven. You're like, woohoo, I finally made it. I was good all my life. I didn't do any bad. What the fuck? Why here's are you giving your me a tool belt? Here's your tool belt. What do you mean the lights are flickering over in, uh, <laughs> I don't know. The paradise part. I don't know. You're like, oh no. God's kitchen, So that outlet keeps Ugh. blowing out his toaster and he's got to go fix it.
3: You're like, damn it.
0: Man. And was, what if you didn't really like what you did? You were my just good. my work was it. done. Right. What happened? Hitting that big. Oh, good, you and faithful servant. What if you're a fucking plumber?
3: Oh my gosh. My Dude. crack has to be up my crack has to be out up here too. What? Buddha
0: Buddha just what? took a huge shit and overflowed the <laughs> toilet over here. We're gonna need you to come plunge that apple Yeah. You. <sighs> like, oh man. What about us, man? Like Damn. Saint Peter needs some stickers for in front of his little book there that he right. opens up.
3: We'll go wrap a car. <laughs> right. Wrap <laughs> his Jesus
0: needs his escalade wrapped. <laughs> oh man. Oh Jesus. Oh no just, pun intended. No pun intended. Da, da, shh. Happy belated Easter, by the way, everybody. Eastar. East oh, stara, if you yeah, will. There we go. Um, I hope you guys were good pagans and hunted some eggs and had some bunnies around and things Fertility. like that. Fertility. Y'all. Mm. Yeah, you didn't even know.
3: Mm-hmm. Y'all
0: didn't even know.
3: Humping bunnies and whatnots.
0: Right, so what I did this week was, have you seen Godzilla vs. Kong yet? Of course. Oh, that's right. You went and saw it before I did. Yep, I saw it on a Wednesday. So I watched it on HBO Max, Mm -hmm. and then last night... Mm. Ro and I went and saw it at IMAX. Nice, because I had to see it on the big screen, nice with the sound and everything. Oh my god! Nice. And let me tell you, it was worth it. Oh yeah, for sure. Absolutely worth it. For every sure. dollar I spent to go see for it at sure. Because holy shit!
3: For <laughs> sure.
0: There, there, that part where okay, I don't want I'm, no spoilers. We don't give any spoilers. There's a couple of big close-ups though of Godzilla's face, mm-hmm. and on those couple of parts, it filled the entire screen, and it was so big, like you really felt you're looking at Godzilla. Godzilla was physically, and you were like, holy, holy shit! shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And with the bass sound of Oh my god. It was like awesome.
3: How they how the movie is covered. Yes. You know like is is dope. Uh just like I don't want to ruin it because no, it's definitely yeah, got not do any spoilers but on this one. I was not expecting what happened. Right. I knew something, you know, I knew they were going to like join forces, right?
0: So here's what happened. I was not expecting Jeff told me when you guys mm-hmm. went and saw it, because Roman and Jeff, went, uh, the other guy the shot, mm-hmm. went and saw it on Wednesday when it came out. When I came in on Friday, mm-hmm. Jeff said, you're going to figure this movie out early on. Right. And I did. He, mm-hmm. goes, he goes, I know you. I know what you're into. You're going to figure this. And I did. And when I saw certain parts, I was like, holy shit, this is really going to happen. And it happened. Right. So that was pretty cool.
3: I wasn't expecting, you know, the the unveil right uh, that's I was what, I totally was that's what kind of caught me I was like oh I and knew I'll that. tell you
0: why later because we didn't talk about this yet no not at you all you and I have not talked about this movie yet not so at all pretty excited um, go see it uh, yes. watch it on HBO Max but I would highly recommend even if you watch it on HBO Max go see it on the big screen because it is a totally different movie on the big screen everything in this movie is necessary mm-hmm. they didn't really put anything in that wasn't mm-hmm. and it does not seem like it's as long as it is it's that entertaining and I can't believe anybody has said that because I have heard people say they didn't like it. What? And I can't believe anybody could say that about this movie.
3: Like if, I don't if, need
0: that kind of negativity in my life. Is
3: there like plot holes? Yes. Who cares? But for the most the part. the monsters fight. Look, That's what
0: we want to see. Other than
3: that? Yeah. Like there's, there's like one or two that are like glaring. You know, I
0: know. But you know what I really loved? they didn't try to wrap a love story up. Oh yeah. As oh yeah. Because I thought people. I I definitely thought it was going to so happen. I'm so glad. Ugh. I'm so happy they didn't do that cuz it's Ugh. such a cliche. It's such a trope. Ugh. There always has to be two people falling in love doing, right. I'm glad they didn't go there. So right. brav fucking oh. It was definitely... cuz you could you saw you saw the arc. You saw it happening. Oh, yeah. You're oh, yeah. like, "Oh, yeah. oh, and they did." not You're like, "Okay, thanks." So um Ooh. Did you happen to get a Suicide Squad preview on yours when you went and saw it? Yes. What'd you think? To
3: be honest, I think it's going to be dope. You know, at the same time, I think it's a little overdone.
0: Who is. I haven't looked this up enough yet because I Who barely saw Cena? this. No, no, no. Oh. I barely saw this last night, so I haven't really had a chat. And you know, I got home this afternoon and went right to this, so I haven't had a chance to look at anything yet. Who is Idris Alba supposed to be? I, he's. I don't think he's.
3: I don't think he's watching McCall. He's not Will Smith. So. He's not Deadshot. No. Okay.
0: I was like, they better not have him being Deadshot because I'm not weird. mistaken. I can I'm
3: gonna look it up right now. Just All right. We're, gonna
0: look, we're gonna we're gonna take a moment. Discuss amongst yourselves who you think Idris Alba could be. If you've seen the Suicide Squad uh, trailer, if you haven't you can pause the podcast right now and go watch it. That's the beauty uh, of see. podcast. Meanwhile, while he's doing that, I'm gonna house cleaning. This is Seven Hundred Taste Podcast. You can find us on Facebook. Uh, we have a page, we have a group. Both under the Seven Hundred Tapes podcast. Check us out on Twitter under Jasperino. He's Bloodsport. Seven Hundred Tapes. I don't even know the fuck Bloodsport is. Yeah, They're making people up now. Uh, find us on Instagram on the IG tip at 700 tapes that is where we're the most prevalent I've tried to catch the page up a little bit over the past couple of days Um, but if you go to our bio there is a link tree there that you can go to that shows you everywhere just about that you can catch us that does not even cover everything we're on just the major stuff but you can find us anywhere you find your favorite podcast and like I said split a piece of wood and we are there You know, skip a stone, turn over a stone, flip a stone, and you'll find us, bitches. (laughs) Word. Word. Who is he? Bloodsport? Bloodsport. Bloodsport. Really? I was kind of mad they didn't bring some of the other dudes back, except I thought I saw Captain Boomerang. He is. Of all the original dudes, that's the one you bring back, seriously. But if you guys are into Suicide Squad or not, I know a lot of people didn't like Suicide Squad or the Harley Quinn movie. I actually enjoyed both of them. I own them both because I thought they were fun.
3: I never saw the Harley Quinn one. Harley Quinn movie, yeah, it's a little woke, but it's. But I know Rose Perez is in it.
0: Yeah, she's awesome. I I really enjoyed it, but I think I did what I I, I did with Captain Marvel. Mm-hmm. I just you just watched it. I didn't go into it. I just right. I watched it and I was entertained by it. I actually I was entertained by Suicide Squad. Lots of plot holes. Mm-hmm. Didn't make a lot of sense, but it was funny. You know? That's what I expect. Kinda from the stayed DC true to universe. Harley Quinn's character. Mm-hmm. I liked it. I enjoyed it. My daughter liked it. Nice. We watched it together. That's what that was the important thing. Sometimes you guys gotta put this serious shit in your head aside mm-hmm. and spend some time with your family.
3: And watch Shawnee Vampires, you know, shine and I know. didn't
0: go that far. <laughs> My hypocrisy only goes so far. So. Right. <laughs> but we did watch Birds of Prey, the Harley Quinn, whatever. That was really good. I liked it. I enjoyed it. I love that the subplot was that she just wanted an egg sandwich. That was the subplot of the movie. It was great. Oh. Because in the mm-hmm. beginning, she gets, like, she talks about this guy makes the perfect egg sandwich and she gets one, walks out and gets knocked out of her hand. She's all, no. And then the rest of the movie, she's just trying to get that egg sandwich. Damn. It's pretty funny. All right. But um, if you guys are into that stuff, Suicide Squad or whatever, um, and you have HBO Max, or even if you don't, look this up. There is a DC animated cartoon called um, Assault on Arkham. Mm-hmm. go watch that um that is actually what suicide squad should have been and if they had done that it would have been loads better as a movie than it was um i do love james gunn mm-hmm. i.e guardians of the galaxy him you know what i mean and what's the name of is in it oh that's right um, in the in the newer I one i saw it i was like what so yeah you know that's cool yondu i think that's yondu yeah yes i can never remember his name mm-hmm. um but anyway, that's that about Suicide Squad.
3: Yeah, like looking at the the cast, mm-hmm. Stallone is in it too.
0: The Suicide Squad? Mm-hmm. I didn't so see him.
3: Stallone, um, dude that plays Yondu, and James Gunn. I'm like, wow, well, if this isn't fucking Guardians.
0: Right. That's Guardians. Yeah, good old John Cena, who's also in Fast 9, which I got the preview for also. Mm-hmm. Did you see that trailer? I didn't.
3: So we, we walked in, I think, right at the end of uh. the Suicide Squad one.
0: They took that Fast and Furious to a whole... <laughs> do you remember how we were saying you got to keep... Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Some of the shit I saw in the trailer, I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> but, yeah, John Cena. <sighs> allegedly, in this movie, John Cena is uh, Torello, or uh, Toretto. Toretto's brother. And I'm like, wow, how does that work? All right. Yeah. John Cena looks bad. Oh, Yeah. Dude, what hat? He's aged like 10 years.
3: Not only that, I think it's because he has like hair. We're used to seeing him with, like a Maybe that's hat. what it
0: is. Like, Or yeah, or the hat or the crew cut and mm-hmm. he's got actual hair. Being married to a Bella can't be good for you. Oh wait, no, he's not. I think he dumped her. Damn. But I don't remember. I don't think he's with Nikki Bella anymore. But anyway, I digress. Yeah. Hmm. He did not look good, I'll tell you that much. And usually it's not bad. You know why you don't notice? Because you can't see him. Oh, <laughs> And I was gonna play the clip But I figured it was too uh, I guess his time is up his, his time is now His time is now <laughs> He's a bad man With the mic in his hand He's a bad man Speaking of the time being oh, now sorry. It is now time for The, the Tale of the, the Tale, tale. in which I will be reading the back of the VHS tape for Stigmata, a first-rate thriller with a top-notch cast. What Radio? Or WBAT Radio, I guess. A lost soul has just received the wounds of Christ and a shocking message that will alter history. Patricia Arquette, Gabrielle Byrne, and Jonathan Price star in a chilling original thriller with probingly provocative ideas. Frankie Page, Arquette, is a bold, free spirit with no cares, no worries, and absolutely no faith in God. All that changes when she suddenly begins to suffer the stigmata, living wounds of the crucified Christ. Bleeding from those miraculous wounds and speaking in an ancient biblical tongue, Frankie comes to the attention of the Vatican's top investigator, Father Kiernan Byrne. But when a corrupt church official, Cardinal Hausmann Price, discovers that frankie is actually channeling an extraordinary and earth-shattering message that could destroy the church he's convinced that she and the force possessing her must be silenced determined to stop this deadly conspiracy kiernan risks his life to save frankie and the message that will rock not only the roman catholic church but the destiny of mankind forever Stunning performances and a cutting-edge score make stigmata a visual and visceral feast. Damn, that one was long. I was not say damn. Very involved.
1: Damn.
0: That is it, ladies and gentlemen. That is stigmata. Stigmata for your ass. That's some stigmata for your ass. Stigmata. <laughs> I love this movie. Uh, I went and saw this movie when it first came out in 1999. I went and saw it by myself, actually. Uh, I left work early one day and I went. Because I used to work on Mill Avenue right there at the center point. Mm-hmm. So I could literally walk out of my building across that little courtyard and right into the theater, the Harkins Theater. Nice. So I actually left work early one day and I went and saw this movie. And it totally because I was kind of at a crossroads in my life at that point anyway, Mm -hmm. where um, I had been going to church. I'd been a minister for eight years at that point. Right. And I was kind of starting to look at a bigger picture of things and start to question things a little bit about the strictness of church beliefs and what they considered faith and other religions of the world and why we consider them wrong. But we're right. Why do we have the, the answers. Yeah, why do we got the answers? Why do we have the uh, monopoly on God? And nobody else does. Mm-hmm. Nobody else knows what God is but us. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I was kind of already kind of there. Gotcha. And this movie just kind of pushed me over the edge. But, yeah, we, we can talk more about that as we go through the movie. Um, I know that uh, this is kind of a touchy subject. A lot of people... This movie's not very well-known. Mm-hmm. It wasn't very well-received, I don't think. I haven't. I, I don't remember the box office, but we'll look at that after we do the previews and stuff.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: But a lot of people, I don't think... I was telling you while we were watching I don't think a lot of people got it. Because mm-hmm. you kind of have to have a base understanding of religion and um, what stigmata is, even though they try really hard to explain it. Right. Um, but you kind of have to have a base knowledge of maybe the bible and religion Mm. a little tiny bit somebody who's never been exposed to that like i think if i if i showed this to my son and my daughter like deacon and orchid Mm. they i don't think they'd get it because they've never been exposed they've never been to church in their lives really which is really weird because Because you
3: grew up in church and and so did my older kids wow
0: but well okay deacon's been but he doesn't remember because he he we stopped going when he was like two his old
3: name is definitely right (laughs)
0: <laughs> but orchid has never darkened the steps of a church Wow, never even been in siren i don't think so yeah it's crazy how the way you raise your kids changes mm-hmm. you know what i mean but they don't know and i purposely done that they don't know anything about religion mm-hmm. so when they stumble upon something they can look at it critically and decide if that's something they want to believe or and not. not be biased because all my mm-hmm. life when i started doing this my family thought I had just gone off the deep end was like the most evil person on the planet because I was telling them, they were like, you got to drive that word of God into your kids. And I'm like, I'm not going to do that.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: I want them to do, because that's where I was in my life. Mm-hmm. I was 30 years old saying to myself, well, I wasn't 30 in 1999, but I was, when I made my big switch, I was 30. But I got to the point where I was like, do I really believe this? Or do I believe this because all my life I've been told to believe it? Mm -hmm. Which is it? Because I don't want to get to the end of my life because, you know, the Bible says... Here we go. Here we go. Because I know my Bible. Mm -hmm. The Bible says that there will be people on judgment saying, Jesus, all my life I dedicated to you. And look at all the good works I did in your name and all the stuff that I did. And Jesus will say... Depart from me. I never knew you mm-hmm. because it wasn't true in your heart. Mm-hmm. You know, and I got to the point in my life where I was like, am I going to be one of those people? I was like, I was a minister and I led people to Christ and I preached on street corners and I went to church and I taught my kids and blah, blah, blah. And Jesus like, you're out of luck, buddy, because mm-hmm. I wasn't really in your heart. You just believed that because, because you, told you knew told to. Because you knew of me, but you didn't know me. Exactly. Just like, it's funny because we're going to be talking about the book of Thomas thomas the disciple doubting thomas Mm
4: -hmm.
0: when you know everybody was saying jesus came back from the dead he's like you guys are full of shit jesus didn't come back from nothing and then jesus showed up and he had the nail scars in his wrist and he told him put your hands in Mm him you know feel the the wound in my side where they stuck me with the spear and when thomas felt that he fell to his knees he's like i'm sorry i didn't believe you know Mm -hmm. and he's like and jesus said you believe because you saw Mm-hmm. How much greater are those that have not seen yet will still believe? You know, you know, that's why. straight out the Bible too. Faith, not sight. Right, walk by faith, not by sight. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So I was at that point. Do I believe this because I was told to believe it or do I really, really believe this? Mm-hmm. And I wasn't going to do that to my kids. Makes sense. Because if you drive that in your kids, yeah, they're going to do it. Mm-hmm. But do they really believe it? Mm-hmm. And are you really doing them a favor by doing that then?
3: Like me and you, me and you have talked, you know, many of times. Um, but... Like you said, your your big thing is thirty. For right. me, I was nineteen. My, you know, and I say this with you know air quotes my come to Jesus moment. Right. I was nineteen, but you know from year one, all the way up to you know year nineteen, it was all about what I knew. Yep. I knew of, but I didn't have a personal relationship. Right. It's a big difference because you know for me knowing you. You know, and knowing of you. Oh yeah, well I know you know Jasper does a podcast and stuff like that. You know, exactly. I can know little things about you right. because of the people that are around you. Yep. But actually, physically knowing the person that you are is
0: something totally different. Right. Absolutely. So
3: yes, I I, I understand completely.
0: See, that's basically what this movie is kind of about. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people didn't get it if you weren't really familiar with religion, maybe you didn't get it, and it was confusing because. The studio really, if you watch the trailer, the studio pushed this movie as a horror movie. Mm -hmm. A demon possession, exorcist type Mm -hmm. horror movie. Mm -hmm. Because they knew that would sell. Right. That would make people want to go see it. So it's not that. Nope. If you've watched this movie, you know what I'm talking about. If you haven't. I like that some of our listeners have told me they haven't seen a lot of these movies. But when they listen to us, they feel like they have. Mm -hmm. Like they can see the movie in their head. I think that's kind of cool that we were able we're able to describe it like that, but um, you got to
3: think we're you know they're they're listening with their ovaltine and their you know decoder right <laughs> decoder ring ovaltine your
0: <laughs> secret decoder ring you know <laughs> we're
3: we're walking them through what is happening
0: right I think that's badass right it is it's really cool thank you guys <laughs> um, speaking of the trailer let's check it out and then we'll talk more about the movie you
2: know what I tried what pristine.
0: Hang on a second. Okay, I'm sorry I stopped. I'm going to start this over. There's a joke here between these two previews. Mm-hmm. These and I just They're not previews, they're commercials. Between these two commercials before the preview, mm-hmm. there's an underlying joke. I just want to see if, if you guys get it. If you do, congratulations, you're a degenerate like me. If not, I'll talk about it afterwards. Here we
1: go. You know what I tried? What? Pristine. Pristine? Feminine hygiene spray. Oh, well, that's right. How do you like it? I like it. I
2: use it every morning now.
1: Does it really do anything for you? Yeah. It lets you feel
0: fresh and it lasts a long time. You think I'd like it? Gee, I no, don't no, see why not.
1: Pristine spray mist or soft new pristine spray powder.
4: They both last a long time.
1: Hello, thanks. <laughs> Daphne's desserts are so original. Look at her pie. Upside down. No, how clever. I had to show off my flaky bottom crust. Thanks to Crisco. Crisco? Crisco? Crisco's the short and it blends in easy. That makes a real flaky pie crust. Look, flaky
4: even on the bottom. Think I'll try it. Upside down pie? Crisco, silly.
1: For pie crust that's flaky, even on the bottom, use all vegetable Crisco.
4: are identical the same size same shape you think i did this
1: what's happening in your life reiki it is some sort of attack wrists are bandaged we're investigating this one this page i travel around the world investigating miracles do you know what the stigmata are Five wounds, his back scourged by whips, or nails driven through his hands and feet. Only deeply devoted people have been afflicted. These wounds. Is... Which church do you attend? I don't
2: go to church.
1: All stigmatics suffer the most intense demonic attacks.
2: I wrote
1: that? It's a form of Aramaic that hasn't been used for 1900 years. Problem is what it says. written entirely in the language of jesus written in the first person
3: there are some vatican who believe that this could destroy the church you
1: have no idea who you're dealing with who are you your messenger non-importante
2: this is a warning i can't escape
1: this you lied to me you try to silence her if she receives another wound she's going to die take me let me be your messenger
0: how's your faith these days father how's your faith these Ooh, how's your feet these days, father? <laughs> your mother sucks cocks in hell. Ha ha ha. <laughs> I put the toilet paper on going under, not over. Ha ha ha. You like, evil bastard.
3: Sounds like something Mojo Jojo would do. Oh, mm-hmm. For I am Mojo
0: Jojo. <laughs> Mojo Jojo. You cannot be the Mojo, Mojo Jojo because I am Mojo Jojo. Oh, I love Mojo Jojo. Mm-hmm. Mojo Jojo. Mojo <laughs> Jojo. Spirit, what is thy name? Oh, we're fucked.
3: Until the Powerpuff Girls come. <laughs> bubbles,
4: Buttercup. buttercup.
0: <laughs> What's the last one? I can't remember her name. It was... Um, damn it. I was hoping you weren't going to say that. It was butter, butter, bah, Bubbles, Buttercup, and... Fuck, somebody's yelling at us in in their phone right now. Bubbles, Buttercup, and... uh, Damn it. Blossom. Blossom. Bubbles, Blossom. Oh, yeah, because there was an episode that showed the origins of the Powerpuff Girls. Mm -hmm. And he was like, I'll call you Bubbles because you're bubbly. I'll call you Blossom because you're cute just like a Blossom. (laughs) And you can be... Buttercup, because that also starts with a B. <laughs> She's all mad because Buttercup is the mad one. <clears throat> I think my favorite one is uh, the Rowdy
3: Rough Boys.
0: Yes, the ones <laughs> where they dress up like the Powerpuff Girls. Well, they were made out of you know, like uh, not sugar and spice. They were made out of the uh, toilet what, water, snails, and puppy dog tails, or whatever in, in the a jail. Shit. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> toilet, toilet water. Come Come on. water Remember him? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I blame him for there being 256 genders now. (laughs) Because all the kids grew up and they're like, I want to be like him. (laughs)
3: Fuzzy Lumpkin.
0: (laughs) Oh, God. Then there was, uh, uh, who was the uh, mayor's secretary? Uh, Applebottom, or (laughs) He
3: never saw her face. Who cares?
0: (laughs) What was her name? It was... uh, I don't know shit. I, I know you got it up? pulled up. It, was, it wasn't It was like it was like Mrs. Applebottom or something. Or.
4: Uh,
0: Miss Cerebellum. Cerebellum. That's Cerebellum. Like your brain. Miss Bellum. I think that was a, a play on her figure. Mhm. Anyway. So yeah, stigmatah. <laughs> I don't know why I keep saying it like that came out in September on September 10th of 1999. So they kind of, yeah, they were pushing this as a horror movie because that was right around that Halloween was coming. Mm-hmm. All the horror movies were coming out.
3: They're trying to get that money.
0: Money, money. Yeah, yeah. Starring Patricia Arquette, one of the 85 Arquettes in Hollywood, mm-hmm. as Frankie Page. Uh, Gabrielle Byrne as Father Andrew Kiernan. Jonathan Price as... Cardinal Daniel Hausman, that evil bastard. Uh, Nia Long was Donna Chadway. That was uh, her friend that was she was getting coffee with and mm-hmm. helped her through the whole movie. Did you know that blonde chick with the dreads was Portia Del Rossi? That's funny.
4: Mm-mm.
0: That blonde chick that works in the uh, oh, salon the with up. the dreads mm-hmm. it was actually Portia Del Rossi who became famous later on, I guess. Uh, then became famous for being Ellen's bitch or something like that. I don't remember. All right. Anywho... Um, this movie...
3: Uh, What's-her-name's dad was in it? Veronica Mars' dad. Oh,
0: yeah, that was uh, Enrico Colatoni. Yeah. Father Dario, that snitch-ass little bitch. <laughs> Shit. Right. So, this movie, um, it had a budget of $29 million. Opening weekend, it grossed $18 million. And worldwide, it did 89 million. So it wasn't a total flop. So gross in the U.S. was 50? Uh, 50 altogether, yes. But opening weekend, it did 18. I guess it's not totally bad. Mm -hmm. But um, that's not too bad. Right. But I think a lot of people were disappointed because they thought it was a horror movie. And a lot of people don't remember this movie because when I told a lot of people I was doing this, they were like, oh, I never even even heard of that. They didn't really know about it. So.
3: You got to think you triple your budget.
0: It's not bad. I had to explain to about three people what stigmata was. Mm-hmm. People didn't know what stigmata was, which was weird to me because I thought that people kind of widely knew what stigmata was. But I guess that's just in my sphere of whatever. I, so if you, maybe if you, tunnel if you go
3: down a little bit, I think one of the movies we should do is right there.
0: Stir of Echoes. Nope. End of Days. Flatliners. Mothman Prophecies. Mm-mm. Uh, what lies beneath? <laughs> everything, everything except the one. I know the Cell. Yeah, <laughs> I own all of these on VHS. By the way, and we are going not the Mothman. That one's boring, but I do have the rest of these on VHS, and we are going to cover them all eventually. So I've
3: I've never seen the Cell all the way through. Really? Oh, man. but I know it is like a mind fuck. I, remember I went and saw that in I the did.
0: theater too, and it's fucking crazy. I remember
3: the the horse that
0: yeah, was, all it was all chopped sliced up.
3: up, and then the little boy from. Uh, is he an Arquette, too? I don't know. It's the little boy. I remember the, the
0: little boy. In the, the craziest part to me where she was in that field of people mm-hmm. with their mouths open at oh. the sky, like, collecting rain. And they're like, ah. Uh. It was a. Yeah. That was crazy. And that and the part where he was torturing her. That's, and he was, like, "Yep," cranking the intestine. He's, like, making fun of her, like, ooh, ooh. <laughs> and that's the dude from uh, Law and Order. Oh, Vincent it is the, the big the big dude, right? Yeah. Oh, fucking crazy ass. I've like
3: I I I think the last time I seen it, like I can even remember seeing parts of it was in like
0: 03. Right.
3: Some shit like that.
0: Uh I just saw this uh last year sometime. I don't remember if it was on it was on somebody was watching it downstairs. Um but End of Days is good. Stir of Echoes is excellent. Yes. Well, Eyes Beneath is really good. Flatliners is awesome. Sweet. You know. All of those, so we will be covering all of those eventually. I don't know why I mega mined tonight. Have you noticed that? Stigmata? <laughs> eventually, doing
3: all this extra
0: stuff. We got to go down to what was, what was the city? Uh, they were
3: in Pittsburgh, right?
0: No, it was uh, uh, what did he keep saying through the whole movie? It was so funny. Uh, I don't remember, I'll come up with it eventually, but anyway uh the phrase split a piece of wood i am there lift up a stone and you will find me comes from the gospel of saint thomas verse 77 when i first saw this movie mm-hmm. i kind of told you what i was going through in my head right. and my heart when i saw this i believe everything in your life happens for a reason for sure the timeline is always correct for when stuff, you know, when it's supposed to happen, he may not always come mm-hmm. just when you want him, <laughs> but he's always on. Stand. Always, so if always you want to put it that mind. way, God or the universe or a higher being or whatever mm-hmm. had me on the path I was on when I was on it and dropped this movie right in the middle of it as like a signpost, split the wood, yeah, like a signpost <laughs> saying, Hey, go this way, mm-hmm. check this out
2: mm-hmm.
0: for more information. Right. Go to your local library and check out the Gospel of Saint Thomas, which I did as soon as this movie was over. Because in that same area right there, there's a Barnes and Noble. Oh, nice. Like, a, it, well, it's not there anymore, but it used to be right across the street mm-hmm. from the 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 um from Center Centerpoint. Centerpoint. Mm-hmm. Right across the street. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There, they, Yep, there used to be. I walked right across the goddamn street into Barnes & Noble. I found a copy of the Gospel of Thomas, mm-hmm. and I sat there for almost two hours reading it. Wow. I read the whole damn thing. Wow. And it was amazing. And it really was. A lot of stuff from the movie was in there. Mm-hmm. It was all about Jesus' words about you are the church. Mm-hmm. You. Individually. Mm-hmm. That's why he told G- well, he told Peter. Upon this rock, I will build my church. Mm-hmm. And they try to say that's why Peter was the first pope, because the church is he had to be talking about the Catholic Church. So that would make Peter the first pope, which is totally blown out of the water because the pope can't be married. And right in the Bible, you see Peter had a mother-in-law, which means he had to have a wife. Mm-hmm. So he couldn't have been the first pope. So let's put that to bed right now. Makes but, sense. They also talked about in that documentary I had in the beginning Mm -hmm. that Paul might have been the first stigmatiac or whatever stigmatic or whatever they called it. Um, He had to have glasses for that stigmatism. (laughs) His eyes shook. Right. (laughs) My eyes are shaking. (laughs) 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 But um, I don't know. There's a whole thing about Peter and Paul that I won't go into. We don't have time. There's just too much. Um, The Gospel of Thomas is a historical document that some believe to be the actual words of Jesus to his disciples. However, the real-life document was written in Coptic, an ancient Egyptian language based on the Greek alphabet, not Aramaic, as the movie states. However, let me add another however to that.
3: However, however?
0: When you read the Bible, and I don't know how many of you know this, Mm -hmm. the last time we see Jesus as a child, he's 12 years old, Mm -hmm. and that's when he goes into the temple... Mm-hmm. And he's preaching in the temple to like the the leaders and shit, and everybody's amazed because he's reading from the Bi- from the Word of God, mm-hmm. the Torah at that time because there was no Bible. I'm about
3: to say there's the five the first five books. Yeah, the
0: Torah. He was reading from the Torah to everyone, and his understanding of it like freaked everybody out. Mm-hmm. We don't see Jesus again until he's thirty years old, right? And he appears to John the Baptist to get baptized, mm-hmm. and John the Baptist says, "Behold, the Lamb of God, the Savior of the world." Mm-hmm. You know. In the flesh. Mm-hmm. The man, the myth. Oh, wait, that's you. Sorry, um, Jesus Christ. No pun intended. And they asked Jesus, how you doing, Jesus? He was like, I can't complain. I can't complain. God is good. God is good all the time. Not just sometimes. Not on your time. But all the time. All. Because God sent me to tell you today. He is good. He is good. He said, uh, he said "Evil <laughs> is good." <laughs> that was Eddie Murphy. I'm sorry. I know. I, know. <laughs> I got some ice cream, and you ain't got <laughs> ice, ice cream, ice cream, I love it. You dropped your ice cream. Now you ain't got <laughs> none. Totally forgot what Oh. Oh shit. So I believe. In between that time when Jesus was 12 and Jesus was 30, where was he? He was in Egypt. Learning how to do all the shit he could do. I believe it. He was working with the magicians. He was learning their language. Mm-hmm. Coptic? Hello? He was learning the Egyptian language. He was learning their ways. He was learning how they did shit. Came back and look y'all, I'm walking on water.
3: Look, there's a lot of people that think that, uh, you know, Jesus in the, you know, the, let's say 18 year span, uh-huh. because he's 12, the yep, yep, you know, last time yep, you see him. Yep. So, you know, then... Um, they think that he was across the world. He was. And he was showing people himself true to them, to Egypt, what what they can see. India. You know, so that's how China. you get
0: all these yeah. different
3: beliefs that you almost got lead to the same stairway.
0: Right. Mm-hmm. Stairway to heaven. Mm-hmm. Bing, 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 bing,
3: bing, bing. I was definitely trying to get some Aerosmith in there, but you know. No,
0: that's uh, Led Zeppelin. I no, no, no. I, I
3: was trying to get some. There's a
0: lady there. who showed sure <laughs> all that is gold and she's buying a stairway to heaven. Oh. Anyway. Play that backwards so that you get.
3: It's crazy that there's a stairway to heaven, but there's a highway to hell.
0: Well yeah. Broad is the way mm-hmm. and wide is the gate. Ha mm-hmm. <laughs> ha <laughs> But the road to heaven is narrow. Mm-hmm. And hard is the way. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you gotta work for it. Mm-hmm. It's easy. It's, it's evil. I'm on it's a
2: way to hell. <laughs> Don't stop, me.
0: Hell yeah. He- oh, no pun intended. Heaven, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, anyway, I believe Jesus was learning shit mm-hmm. while he was abroad. And he brought it all back. He brought it around town. Around if you will. town. That's how you knew how to do shit. Anyway, uh, Patricia Arquette's character is named Frankie, short for Francis similar to the name of St. Francis, who we were told by Gabrielle Burns character was the first to receive the stigmata. Mm. Uh, when Father Kiernan comes to the Vatican office to get his new assignment, audience can hear a bit of Italian speaking in the back between Cardinal Daniel Hausman and that snitchy priest. And the translation of what they're saying is, rest assured none of this will ever leave this room. Yeah. Talking about the shit that Kiernan's going to bring in about the crying statue and shit. Right. Uh, the Aramaic Frankie Writes on the Wall is actually ancient Hebrew because Rupert Wainwright thought it looked more intriguing. Nice. Um, during the final scene in the garden, the statue in the background is of St. Francis, the Assisi, the first person to bear the marks of the stigmata in history, who is mentioned by Andrew Kiernan when he meets Frankie by, the first time. And that was cool because he was holding the doves. Mm-hmm. I kept thinking about Prince this whole movie. This is what it sounds like when dust crying. Dun it. Dun, dun, it. Mama say, mama saw, mama say. I said it right, goddammit. He said it right. Fuck you all. Fight me. Uh, when we see inserts of the crucifixion while Frankie has her first attack of stigmata, the arms being nailed are rubber arms with wires that make the fingers slightly move
3: all right my arms are rubbery <laughs> <laughs> my arms are rubbery when i wake up and, you know i've been sleeping oh my god too long. the producers
0: and director <laughs> rupert wainwright originally were thinking of calling the film saint francis of pittsburgh that would have been awful wow absolutely awful Wow! because there was another stigmata movie in the 70s called agnes of god mm-hmm. but it's a little boring Um, Patricia Arquette was Rupert Wainwright's first choice to play Frankie. When discussing the five stigmata, Frankie refers to the spear in Jesus' side as the one that kills him. However, the spear was used to be certain that he was already dead. Mm -hmm. We talked about this, I think, on the last podcast. Was it the last one? Possibly. Where we were talking about the spear going into his side and blood and water coming out because he was already dead. Mm -hmm. But because... um, you
3: said that you would, they would, uh, cause there was something about where they, they would drink something that, would they drink water or whatever? And then they would,
0: well, no, that was supposed to finish them off, but Jesus was already dead.
3: So cause I remember saying that they were, you know, their, their feet were nailed, yep. but they're on, they're on like a little perch or whatever.
0: Yeah, and their hands are nailed, but their arms are dislocated. Mm-hmm. So they have to, like, push up to breathe. There we so go. So if you're waiting, if you don't die soon enough, they just break your legs so you can't push up to breathe and you suffocate. Yeah. Dude, ironically, Gabrielle Byrne, who played a priest in this, played Satan in End of Days, which premiered <laughs> in the same year, 1999. Damn. That's cool.
3: The funny thing is, I don't even remember what that movie's about. I just know that...
0: Um, there's a woman in there that is having the Antichrist. Gotcha. And um, Arnold Schwarzenegger, for some reason, gets stuck trying to save her or something like that. I just that.
3: remembered Gabrielle Burns pulling that chick's titty out. and then the, the- Oh,
0: man, the whole thing blows up? Yeah. That's- yeah. I was like, oh. And she was like, oh. All right. In the original script, the story centered around a male tattoo artist. This was later changed due to unknown reasons. Because Gabrielle Byrne couldn't make out with a male tattoo artist. Hello? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Ha, 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 ha. the gospel of thomas is by the gnostic denomination which was founded in 125 ad that became virtually non-existent after around 1400 ad due to lack of membership you guys suck gnosticism what played a big part in my transformation of religion also mm-hmm. because gnosticism is the belief that not only is there a god the father there's a god the mother there's yeah, a true. goddess there's a god and a goddess, and the mm-hmm. goddess's name is Sophia. Solomon's temple in the Bible that they always talk about rebuilding, that will herald the beginning of the end times when the Antichrist comes back because mm-hmm. the Jews will rebuild Solomon's temple, mm-hmm. and he'll get up, and that's when he'll declare himself to be God. And when that happens, Armageddon happens, and the world ends. That temple, which Israel has is built like oh, the Dome of the Rock,
4: mm-hmm.
0: the, big, the second most holy spot in Islam, mm-hmm. is built over Solomon's temple. So, in order for Solomon's temple to be rebuilt, the Dome of the Rock needs to be destroyed. So, Damn. they're thinking that World War III, when it happens, is going to be when that happens. That will assure in the end times. Whatever. <whistles> the point of that is, mm-hmm. Solomon's temple that they keep talking about was a shrine to Sophia, the goddess. Damn. But no one's ever going to tell you that. But look it up. It's true. Damn. Because the Gnostics believe that there is a god and there is a goddess. Because how can you create life without, without a man and a woman? Mm-hmm god just spoke that shit into existence right mm-hmm. that's what the bible says but i believe that's all metaphorical gotcha. you know what i mean there has to be a man and a woman a god the father they got a god the father God the son the God the holy ghost and I remember i was saying with my goddess lilith i thought she must have been the holy ghost because that's the mom and mm-hmm. they're like oh no no woman we're, uh, we're christians we don't <laughs> believe in, in women deities women don't have any power you know what i mean mm-hmm but it, it makes sense when you think about it. How is life created? You have a male and you have a female.
3: Not only that, you have to think if if, if it was all, you know, male-driven, men would be having babies. Mm-hmm. You know, the cradle of life would be... We'd be the gay
0: frogs! <laughs> <laughs> that was my Alex Jones. Gay frogs!
3: You know, the cradle of life wouldn't be in us. It would be in but us. Where honey. did
0: he even get the idea to make a woman mm-hmm. if he didn't know, like, how? you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. well, here's the man, and uh, I'm a man, so I make him in my image, but... uh. I got to make something else to pop the babies out because I ain't squeezing a baby out of that thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Where did he? Where did that even come from? You know, it's a divine. And when I became pagan, I realized there is a god and there is a goddess. The god being the sun, the goddess being the moon. Mm-hmm. Um,
3: you got to think. You know, even in Christianity, whatever. Um, the church is is Jesus's bride.
0: Bride, right, exactly.
3: I'm like, so even in that, it says, you know, when when Jesus comes back. Yes, he's gonna come back for his bride, for his perfect bride, mm-hmm. which
0: is spotless. Come on, wow, Ha <laughs> ha. yeah. <laughs> There's that song. I don't, you don't even know this. There's a song though, about Jesus coming back. Mm-hmm. And I'm not gonna say anyway. Oh, you're, you're, I was oh, going to.
3: You, 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 okay, but I'm not going to. Cause okay,
0: it's totally irrelevant to what we're talking about. The crazy thing is, I think all of like this trivia, blah, eh. You weren't very impressed with the movie. I could tell by the look and, on your face. We haven't really talked about it yet because we weren't right into this. We go to that one. Gabrielle
3: Burns. Right one? Yeah,
0: that one. Gabrielle Burns was nominated for a Razzie Award for Worst Supporting Actor for his performances in both this film and End of Days, where he lost to Ahmed Best as Jar Jar Binks in Star Wars Episode One: <laughs> The Phantom Menace. Oh, my God. Oh, me so not so good. <laughs> that
3: was my Jar Jar Binks. I'm sorry.
0: Gabriel Byrne was almost—he's got to be thanking Jesus. He converted to Christianity after that happened. Like he was so happy, like thank you God for. I'll take those Razzies. I'll take them right up my ass if I have to. I didn't have to be George R. Binks. Right. There's always a bigger fish. Mm-hmm. Isn't some peoples possess? <laughs> Misa so the Dark Lord. <laughs> Misa so can grab a titty and blow up a building. <laughs> Me a kick on Schwarzenegger's ass. Oh, shit. is some some wood getting split? I saw turn over a stone. I saw there. Oh, my God. So anyone who has ever trained or even fed birds, it's obvious the doves flying into Frankie Page's hands are eating from her palms. Right. Uh the film is supposedly set in Pittsburgh. However, various panning shots show the East Columbia building in downtown Los Angeles. This is the same building seen in Predator 2.
4: Nice. nice.
0: Uh During the subway scene, there, there's footage from Money Train during the climax of the movie. They use footage from Money Train. That's pretty cool. Train,
3: I guess. Like, mm, I right. thought
0: I saw Wesley Snipes up in that beach. <laughs> J-Lo. He's like, some of the fuckers are always trying to ice skate up to <laughs> all right so we're gonna ditch that trivia I think now I think we're done with it since uh you disparaged it boo since you uh what's it you uh, boo sullied it just
3: kidding don't you sully my name
0: so let's get into the movie here the previews we had on this tape were kind of weird right now uh, we had a preview for uh, a a show on the sci-fi network called good versus Evil.
3: It, and this was the old sci-fi. Yeah, you were
0: blown away cuz it showed the old sci-fi logo which was Saturn. Saturn. Mm-hmm. And it said sci-fi but it wasn't SYFY. Mhm. It was a it yellow was like Saturn. The SCI-FI, Sci-Fi Channel.
3: Like, wow.
0: Yeah. So the next preview was for a James Bond collection on DVD. Mhm. Uh the next one was for a very awesome movie, uh Three Kings. We, little kings, be stealing stealing the gold. (laughs) Very not well-known movie, but it's got George Clooney. Mark Wahlberg. Mark Wahlberg and Ice Cube. Yay, 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 yay. As army dudes that want to steal, it's at the end of the Iraqi war. Mm. They want to steal Saddam Hussein's gold. Mm -hmm. It's a great movie. If you have not seen it, I will highly recommend it. Great, Um, Good, good movie. Mm Mm-hmm. It involves uh, George Clooney banging a chick and Mark Wahlberg drinking oil. Mm-hmm. All righty. Uh, the next preview is for Chill Factor with good old Skeetorich and Cuba Gooden Jr. Was that Cuba Gooden junior mm-hmm. I, I have not seen this movie, but I guess it has something to do with an ice cream truck.
3: So it's an ice cream truck, and um, they had to keep... If I'm not mistaken, it's nuclear stuff. They had to keep ah. chilled. And if they didn't, like plutonium, it was gonna like
0: it was like melting people and shit. This is weapons-grade plutonium. <laughs> oh, Jimmy Stewart here. I don't know why I'm I'm in this movie, but uh, it looks like uh, uh, plutonium to me. I, I gotta get the uh, the ice cream in there. Uh, I'd say a little something about Donna Reed on on, on the set of uh, it's, it's a Wonderful Life. I I <laughs> subbed a, a good a good time, poor right up her pussy once <laughs> and she liked it let me tell you melted that thing fast i had it all over my face it looked like a a goddamn jelly donut oh. <laughs> where am i <laughs> i think you're a little lost james you need to go back to right, right, go back to the uh the old, the old folks oh, my lips bleeding <laughs> have you met my friend harvey he's, he's a he's a puka. As a six-foot-tall bunny rabbit, but there's nothing wrong with me. You guys don't even know who James Stewart is. I don't even know why I'm fucking with this Jimmy Stewart, (laughs) Jimmy Stewart, and Donna Reed. She's a whore. Shuck a golf ball through a garden hose. It was a wonderful life, let me tell you. Made my Mister Smith want to go to Washington. Oh gosh. (laughs) So, uh, the next preview was for uh, a movie called One Man's Hero, mm-hmm. which we're just going to skip because, holy shit. It
3: <laughs> so, the dude that was in it, he's in... Um, <laughs> you couldn't remember, could It's you? the baseball movie with Charlie Sheen. Oh, wow.
0: Um,
3: dun, dun, dun. Major League. Yes. Yes. So, he's the he's the, the, the catcher in the movie. He's
0: also the bad guy in a bunch of movies. I Is can't he? remember, yeah. I don't know. Um. Also, uh, magnificent. Uh, there's a magnificent seven special edition on DVD. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. Dun 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 dun. dun, dun. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, then there was a crazy Elizabeth Shue movie called Molly. Yeah. That she may or may not have been retarded in. I'm not sure. Right. Then there's an ad, and I want to talk about this for a second. There's an ad for the Stigmata soundtrack. Mm-hmm. This soundtrack is amazing, people. To take my word for it. So after I left the bookstore, after reading the Gospel of Thomas, mm-hmm. I went to Zia Records, which was also across the street mm-hmm. on Fifth Avenue. Right there it was before they moved. The one that's on Mill and Southern now used to be on Fifth Avenue and University. University right there, mm-hmm. right on the corner. So I went right over there and I bought the freaking soundtrack to the movie and I listened to it all the way home. So the score, not involving the music that they had in the movie, like the by David Bowie. And Chumbawamba and a bunch of other cool people. Mm-hmm. The actual movie score was done by um, um, It showed Billy Corgan from Smashing Pumpkins. So I thought that was pretty cool. It's a great soundtrack. Really good. I enjoyed it. So we open up this movie. Uh, credits start in Brazil, but it's very Exorcist-like. Very. And we're going to talk about this as we go through the movie. They borrowed a lot of stuff from The Exorcist for this movie. A lot of the screen, sh- a lot of the shots and symbolism and shit i a lot of it they they borrowed heavily from the exorcist again, I think because the studio was really trying to push this as a possession horror movie mm-hmm. which was neither a possession nor a horror movie to me right
3: well well it's definitely a possession movie, but i don't it, like it's it's definitely one of those it made me scratch my head. Okay. Because it, it, she's definitely possessed. Right. <laughs> but it's not your typical possession yeah, movie.
0: Exactly. It's more of a, I call it a psychological thriller. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. But, um, so, very exorcist-like. And they show sad priest Alameda praying with his rosary. And then they show the scary blind guy. Because if you ever want to have somebody creepy in a movie, just make him blind. They got the guy walking to the street with his eyes all rolled back, blind. They're like, just look away.
3: Look away, look away. They know you're blind.
0: Look away, creepy blind guy. (laughs) So there's like a a procession coming down the street. It's like a funeral procession. Mm -hmm. And they're coming to this church because Father Alameda's died. And he... He, It looks like they're having his funeral service. Mm -hmm. But also, there's a Virgin Mary statue in the church... That's crying blood.. Mm-hmm. And so there's lots of whispering around here and weird. the 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 ambiance and the music in this movie are really, really good. They play a part for sure. Lots of little special effects in it and stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, they show some water on the ground and it drips up instead of down. Mm-hmm. and that's important for the ne- for later on in the movie. And then there's a bunch of doves in the church on the statue and then they all fly away and the candles go out and then they come back on they come back up and uh, Father Alameda comes in and that's when the doves fly away cuz he starts to take a picture of the statue crying blood and then they tell him that the statue started crying so the day died. Father Alameda died and that's when all the doves showed up too mm mm-hmm. mhm so that in itself is creepy. And then
3: someone says, is that not, is that not, is that not enough for you to believe or something right, like
0: that? Right, right. Because he's taking, like, samples, mm-hmm. and everybody's, like, crossing themselves because he's being disrespectful to the crying Virgin Mary. And um, so a kid comes by, and he steals the rosary from Father Alameda's dead hands to mm-hmm. really piss off Charlton Heston. Wah, 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 wah. Which was really weird because earlier in his life Father Alameda had said You can have my rosary when you take it from my cold, dead hands <laughs> So the kid steals the rosary And he runs to the street and he sells it to this lady And you find out later that this lady is Frankie's mom Now you don't know who Frankie is yet Because you haven't been introduced to her mm-hmm. So after she buys it Father Alameda does some more stuff in the church, and then we go into the Chumbawamba credits, which is really the start credits of the movie. The Hail Mary Full of Grace. Let's start down amongst women. Pretty much the music you hear at the beginning of the episode. That's the music. hmm Which is freaking amazing. It's right. the first album, It's the first song on the soundtrack. <laughs> it's so good. Anyway, um, the credits start rolling, and we're having a montage of Frankie's life. Frankie is Patricia Arquette. She's cutting hair at work, she's a hairdresser, and then she's partying, and then show a package arriving at her house, and then she's partying some more and doing shots with her friends, and there's a douchey guy there, and if you notice, this douchey guy is the same douchey guy from Starship Troopers. Oh yeah, it definitely shows. That gets shows. his brain sucked out by the <laughs> vagina bug at the end. <laughs> Remember, they were all mad at that bug because it looked like a giant vagina, mm. and then it sucks his brain out. <laughs> anyway, and then um, Frankie takes her, her her fuck buddy home, her friend with benefits. Because he's like,
3: look, I got to go to work in the morning. She's like, oh, you're not going to work You're me? too
0: tired to come home with me? He's like, I didn't fucking say that, bitch. Let's go. Fuck work. Right? He was like, you must not know about me. You um, must not know about then me. And we have the, the sexual montage. And then she's, yeah, she's fucking him. Mm-hmm. Whatever mm-hmm. happened mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. Mary? Yeah, right, for sure. So then um, it goes to the next day and it's silent. She's laying in bed asleep and the dude's gone. She got his.
3: Mm-hmm. And then her
0: phone starts ringing and she picks up her phone and it's her mom. She's like, hey, mom. Yeah, she's like, how'd you know it was mean? And she's like, mom. There's a thing called caller ID. And she's like, no, there's not. It's 1999. She's like, oh, yeah, I forgot. And I'm on a landline. I could tell by the ring. <laughs> anyway, she said, you have a persistent, you have ring. A persistent ring, you are be biatch. <laughs> so she's asking her if she got the stuff she sent. She's like, oh, yeah, I got the package yesterday, but I haven't opened it. She gets up and she's, she's like, I'm going to switch phones. So for those of you that are too young to realize this again, it's weird. 1999.
3: Wait, somebody called first. She,
0: uh, she had to switch she, over the call Because she was on long distance Call waiting mm-hmm. And it was the dude And she was like I wish you would at least tell me when you leave It makes me feel like a whore Did you leave the $200 by the bed? <laughs> <Just
4: kidding.
0: laughs> so she's like I had to go I got my mom on the other line long distance
4: mm-hmm.
0: So it used to be Remember uh, 1-800-COLLECT
4: mm-hmm.
0: And then you could call like the 800 number To get better long distance rates mm-hmm. Back in the day Before cell phones when we had landlines,
4: calling, and
0: yeah, calling somebody long distance was a big deal because mm-hmm. it cost you extra money.
3: It was like a dollar a minute yeah, or something. Yeah,
0: and you usually didn't want to talk to them very long depending on where you were calling. And then there were certain carriers you could call that would like be your in-between person to get you a better rate. Mm-hmm. And just a lot of crazy shit. The other thing she does here, she goes, hang on, I have to switch phones. Because she was not on a cell phone. She had to put her one phone down mm-hmm. to go pick up the other one in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. That one in the kitchen had like the Napoleon Dynamite. Long ass cord. Six to eight foot cord on it so she could walk around. And she's opening up the package. And she's like, oh, there's some postcards and a little hat and a used condom. And her mom's like, I didn't mean to leave that in there, honey. I'm sorry. <laughs> but oh boy, that guy was good. <laughs> anyway. That wasn't her mom. Was not yet. whatever. Um. So then she's like, "Oh, a necklace." She goes, "Actually, it's a rosary." She's like, "Oh, a rosary," and then she kind of throws it all down, like, "Who the fuck cares?" Trinkets, and, and then she goes, "Oh, thanks for calling, mom. I got to go." And then she's got some tea, and she's about to drink some tea, and she's like, "Oh, I feel so good," yeah. and she runs and pukes. And then right then, Roman was like, "Oh, she's pregnant." Like, oh, Virgin Mary, Virgin the Virgin. Virgin like a Mary. Virgin
3: for touch for the very first time.
0: That's my rendition. Oh, you haven't seen Reservoir Dogs, huh?
3: No. Uh, well, not all the way.
0: Uh, did you see, Quentin Tarantino does a whole monologue about like a virgin. <laughs> but I'm not going to go into it. But it's hilarious. If you know what I'm talking about, you think it's funny. Anyway, so um, now she's at the coffee shop with her friend. What was her friend's name? Donna? Nia Long. Yeah, what was her name in the movie, though? Was it Donna? Was it, was it Donna Reed? <laughs> Donna, <laughs> it was Donna. Her name's Donna Chadway. It's not Don, uh, uh, Don Donna Reed. <laughs> not to be confused with that whore, Donna Reed. So, um, we're going to get sued by Donna Reed's family. Watch. So, now they're, uh, she's talking to her friend Donna, and she's like, I puked this morning because I smelled tea. And she was like, ooh, are you late? She's like, about a week. She she's a like, week. oh, fuck. Time to get some morning after pills. Mm, mm, mm. I already slipped with your coffee because I'm a good friend. <laughs> yeah, she's like, don't worry about it. You got options. She's like, let's not talk about this. Let's just go to work because we're late and stuff. That bitch, we're always late. Yeah. So now um we're back at the Vatican City. And... uh Gabriel Byrne, Andrew Kiernan, is walking by. Let's Can we just say, Father Kiernan and Father Karras sound very, very similar. Mm-hmm. Father Keris being the younger priest from The Exorcist. Father Kiernan, bing, ding, 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 ding. But he's walking by some dirty Italian whores mm-hmm. who are propositioning him for sex. And he shows them his collar, and they're like, It's okay, we're giving you the Vatican discount. <laughs> <laughs> And then, uh, so then he reports to, uh, Daniel, the main priest guy, Mr. Father Hausman.
3: Is it his name? Because he keeps, because I didn't know he was even the cardinal.
0: Cardinal Daniel Hausman. So he's actually, so that guy's from Game of Thrones. So, oh, he is. I kept trying to figure that out. I promise you. He's the dad. Uh, fuck. Shit. Either that or he's a priest in it. Click on him real quick. He's that priest dude that started the cult. Mm -hmm. Shame Yes Shame There we go Oh my god You're right Because I was like No I think he's a priest Cardinal Daniel Hausman I was like Was he a running back (laughs) Is he a safety uh, That definitely sounds Like a football name Cardinal Because he's a cardinal (laughs) He's a running back is safety even a football position? Yeah, yeah. Is it okay good? Oh, he's a kicker. You. He's probably a kicker. because mm-hmm. he's in Rome, so wide and, receiver. And... <laughs> oh. He's he's a wide receiver because he's a priest. <laughs> 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 he wanted to make the altar boy the wide receiver. You mean you mean he's an ass back? <laughs> oh. Your mama's so dumb, somebody said quarterback, she thought she was getting changed. <laughs> Oh, Mother's Day is coming Oh, oh You better get geared up Oh For our second annual oh, Yo Mama contest Yo Mama I might have Orchid uh, Judge at this time Since he's be like, like backstabbing bastard
3: So you're trying to bring in Your second ringer
0: Right You ain't shit <laughs> <laughs> We could, uh I don't know You ain't shit
3: No, man Don't, 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 mm-mm, mm-mm.
2: don't bring it, I'm So bringing. i was gonna bring up your mama But it's I'm not bringing, time yet
0: I'm bringing my A game Mm-hmm Shit I was going to bring up your mama, but I left my engine hoist at the shop. Oh! <laughs> Burn! Anyway, getting back to this movie.
3: Oh, shit. We're talking about Jesus' mama now.
0: Oh, I'm talking about Jesus' mama. Easy. She's crying. Yeah, by lightning. She's crying by blue. I heard that uh, Mary was a virgin if you don't count evil.
3: Oh, who's anal
0: did I say that out loud my bad who's, let's get back to the movie who's anal anal that's that brother from down the street anal 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 Ben Kier. He's, he's Muslim
4: <laughs> oh shit he wants
3: to go to the mosque You don't want to chase tail <laughs> there was a there was a meme that that Jeff sent me and it was like it was a Jamaican dude and he was like he walks into a coffee bar or something he's like do you guys serve almond milk he said, "Alman." <laughs> no, that's next door. Oh my God, <laughs> Alman! Oh man, he's a bachi boy.
0: <laughs> all right, that's like the joke. There was a dude that his girlfriend's name was Wendy, mm-hmm. so he got a tattooed around his dick. So on the top, all you saw was the Y or the W and the Y, but it said Wendy, mm-hmm. and he was all proud of it. And he went to Jamaica one day when you're in front of vacation. He's taking a piss in a bar. And a Jamaican dude walks up next to him and starts taking a piss. And he looks over. And on the top of his dick, he sees a W and a Y. And he goes, oh, cool. Your girl's name is Wendy, too? He goes, no. It says, welcome to Jamaica. Have a nice day. <laughs> <laughs> you're funny. Woo. Anyway. So he reports to uh, Father Hausman about the bleeding statue, the crying statue, and he thinks it's real, and he's got all this documentation, including uh, a reading of the stone that mm-hmm. shows the stone is cold, but the tears are hot, mm-hmm. and then he had the tears examined, and they're human tears. He mm-hmm. can't explain it, and he thinks it's an actual miracle, and then the stupid Father Hausman's like, didn't we send you over there to study a Virgin Mary on the side of a building? He's Yeah. That was just a leaky pipe with water oxidation. It wasn't anything. It goes, all right, well, I guess the case is closed. Because remember, in the trivia, it said you can hear them speaking. Yeah. And this is where it was like. It's never going to leave this room. Mm -hmm. He's like, what about the statue? Oh, yeah, this case is closed. But what about the crying? Yeah. The crying statue, okay, have a nice day. But the bleeding, oh, you know what I mean? Just go out there and uh, we'll contact you. But what about the... Don't you have a mask to do or something, Father?
2: <laughs>
0: but the bleed. Get lost. <laughs> okay. So they're just going to bury it. They're not going to talk about it. So it seems like... They really are just trying... They don't want any miracles at all. Like, mm-hmm. They don't because,
3: want... Because he says... He, he goes... He feels, you know, kind of torn because he goes to see the miracle. And then mm-hmm.
0: to... Debunk it. Debunk it. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then uh, the father got really mad when he was like, "Where's the statue?" And he goes, "You didn't bring it back." He's like, "No, it's a symbol of hope. It's a symbol of their cornerstone, faith. cornerstone, cornerstone of, of their, their faith. faith." And he goes, "The church is the cornerstone of their faith. The so, church. They can't pay ten percent of their earnings to a statue. Are you insane?" Because he
3: was, and he made it. He made a. a a reference to that he was like i bet they made some money on it you know pretty much like right oh they were definitely making money
0: on yeah and we didn't get a cut the -hmm. church is just like the government Mm
4: -hmm. they
0: only get mad if you're doing something if they're not getting a cut of it it's the fucking mob they want it i don't have a high opinion of modern like organized religion or the church Mm -hmm. i have about as high opinion of that as i do of our government Mm -hmm. which if you listen to this podcast you know is very high (laughs) 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 that's (laughs) That's very baritone right so anyway um, so now Frankie's taking a bath and we get a great underwater nude shot that was very tasteful but cool like cinematography Mm -hmm. wise everything was uh, um, covered strategically
4: Mm
0: -hmm. and then we got a shot of the rosary And then there's water dripping on the floor next to the tub, and it drips up. Mm -hmm. So we're already connecting that rosary with the water and all the other crazy shit that's going on. And then a dove flies in, like they had in the church. And it Mm -hmm. flies around the room, and it scares the shit out of her, and she's watching it. And then all of a sudden, she gets attacked and pulled under the water. And she's thrashing around, and we get the first stigmata wounds, which is her wrists.
3: All right, so I'm just thinking about it right now. Do you think that he was... Baptizing her.
0: Ooh, I never thought of that. That's good because there's a lot. She pulls of up and back, up and back, up and back. And yeah, like she's getting baptized in the water because she's she's purifying her to receive the wounds. Mm-hmm. That's actually really. I never made that connection as many times as I watched. I this just movie. thought about it right now. That's actually really good mm-hmm. baptism because before Jesus started his ministry, he had to be baptized. Mm-hmm. So, so if I'm not mistaken, John the Baptist was Jesus before Jesus. Yeah, and he was Jesus's cousin.
3: Mm-hmm. So he's the one that is ushering in the whole he, uh, Christianity. He
0: said, "I am the I am the messenger." Mm-hmm. Um, and they said when when Mary was pregnant with Jesus, mm-hmm. because they were the same age, mm-hmm. they grew up together. Mm-hmm. Mary's Mary was pregnant with Jesus at the same time that John's mother was pregnant with him. There's a thing that says when they got together when she got next to mary john the baptist jumped inside his mom's stomach mm-hmm. because he was close to jesus and he knew it damn yeah it's crazy so yeah behold the lamb of god who taketh away the sins of the world mm-hmm. i get chills when i think about it still because it's crazy it's part it's of it's such a fucking good story mm-hmm. and john the baptist came to such a, a fucked up demise mm-hmm
3: because of somebody's pride
0: yes and his lust cuz he was lusty okay so the story of John the Baptist, I think I don't know if I told this last time or not but the story of John the Baptist was he was arrested
4: mm-hmm.
0: pretty much for no reason other than speaking about the coming of the Messiah mm-hmm. which Herod took as him speaking out against the government mm-hmm. so he was arrested by Herod and thrown in jail Herod didn't really want him arrested, but he was kind of Rome's bitch at that time. Mm-hmm. And he didn't want anything starting with the Roman government, which was occupying Israel at that time period. So Herod kind of liked John the Baptist. He wanted to let him go. Mm-hmm. But Herod's wife saw that he was being affected by the preaching of John, and she didn't like it because she was kind of a pagan, mm-hmm. uh, to, to not to mix words. she right. According to the Bible, she was an evil woman. Um. But Herod was lusting after her daughter, which was his stepdaughter, mm-hmm. and so it was her birthday, and he wanted her to dance. Mm-hmm. And she said, I will dance for you, but then I want, oh, he, he told her, "I'll give if you, you dance you for me, I will give you anything you ask for, up to half of my kingdom. Mm-hmm. So she dances, and he's like jizzing all over himself while she's dancing. He's like, ah, because he's drunk, too. Mm-hmm. So when she's done dancing, she comes up to him and he's like, "What do you want?" And she says, "John the Baptist. I want John the Baptist's head served on, a platter. on a silver platter." Mm-hmm. That's where the that's where that saying comes from. "I'll have your head on a silver platter" comes from John the Baptist. Mm-hmm. And he's like, "I can't give you I will give you anything but that." No. And then his wife was like, "Are you going to be a liar in front of all your people here? You made a promise. You, you're the king. You can't go back on your word and in front of all your servants and mm-hmm. your people that serve you and your you know, fellow government people, blah, blah, blah. You're just going to look like a little bitch in front of everybody. So he had to do it. So he had John the Baptist execute it. Mm-hmm. And then Jesus' ministry started, pretty much. But yeah. Um, I don't know how we got it. Oh, she had to get baptized. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's a good metaphor of her getting baptized in the water. Cause then because gets, I
3: for, cause, cause when I first seen it, I was like... I don't know how that fits in. Right. Until, you know, again, right now, as I'm thinking about it, yep. I'm like, oh, she's in a bath. And right. she's and and if you notice, she's getting dunked. Yes. It's not like over she's being over. she's not being held under.
0: And her arms are coming up like mm-hmm. she's being crucified, and they're showing clips of like nails being driven into the hands.
3: And you have to think, um, usually when you're baptized, you you come up rejoicing.
0: Right. Arms right. out,
3: yep. arms up, you know. Yep. It didn't look like she was gasping for well. air or anything. Right. You know, hey, yeah. hey, hey, you were being born again. Yes. you Yes. Know? Um, into the water, you go dirty. Out of the
0: water, you come clean. Right. So on and so forth. So, yes. So she ends up at the hospital. Mm-hmm. And they're looking at the wounds. And the doctors in this movie are absolutely worthless. Yeah. But the doctor thinks she did it to herself. And she's arguing with the doctor. And she's like, you think I did this? Like she's like, I love being me. Ask anybody. You know? I laughed I never, at that. Yeah, I would never do this. So her friend Donna. Wait, wait. So yeah. So this is what I I've never
3: understood. So with the stigmata
0: effects, so let's just call it that. Okay.
3: Um, do
0: they not hurt? Because, well, it didn't seem to hurt her. Right. The first ones, mm-hmm. but that lashing she takes on the subway mm-hmm. did hurt her. The other ones seemed to really the hurt feet? her. Yeah, yeah. But like, it seemed like it got more dramatic. But it even as she was, painful. she
3: was sewing her up. Remember, because that's yeah, what they're she doing.
0: Didn't feel it. She's just sitting there Like whatever Exactly I don't know It's weird Like Oops <laughs> Sorry about that guys I fucked my microphone up So anyway So Donna comes over To stay with her mm-hmm. Kind of to comfort her And make her feel better And shit mm-hmm. And then um, she Her friend keeps saying I smell flowers Do you smell flowers? It's like Oh I farted And I used that, uh, use that Feminine spray I used that feminine spray From the commercials did anybody get that joke? You're nasty. <laughs> so that first one was for like a feminine deodorant, like a mm-hmm. spray, like a mm-hmm. pussy spray almost. Mm-hmm. And then the one right after, it's like... Crisco. Oh, her pie. Did you see her pie? Mm-hmm. It's it's so like, juicy. I had to show you my crusty underside. <laughs> <laughs> I almost... Sexual I, innuendos. If I had had more time, I would have spliced those two commercials together and like... Just slather some Crisco on there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, baby, it tastes like fried chicken. Oh, oh, oh,
4: oh.
0: you got some Popeyes down there. Ooh, oh. pot pies. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. So anyway, um, Father Kieran now goes to see Father DeMonico, who is this old priest that's transcribing shit, and he brings him a carton of Palms, which is gross. Pawmalls, He's like, Palms totally an old person cigarette mm-hmm we might as well have brought him some winston's <laughs> <laughs>
3: and i I assume he got him stateside and took him back
0: yes I'm I was thinking that too that's why he got him
3: mm-hmm. he was like oh nice right? so nice. Um,
0: he's translating ancient text and they talk about um because father Kiernan's like so there's like because he's tran- trans- translating some gospel or whatever he's like mm-hmm. So there's like something like thirty five gospels, right? Mm-hmm. And he's like, "Yeah." He goes, "But uh, we, you know, we have to decipher these and figure out what they are." And he goes, "We are all blind men in a cave, looking for a candle that was lit two thousand years ago." I thought that was a cool line, right? Um, but that was kind of one of those lines that was put in there. That was kind of a MacGuffin. That line was put in there just to further the plot of the movie because he's like trying to explain it to the audience. Mm -hmm. There's like 35 different Gospels, right? And he's like, yeah, and only four made it into the Bible, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. And uh, it was like in Vampires when uh, Daniel Baldwin's like, she's gonna start seeing what he sees hearing what she hears <laughs> it's the it's the plot giving the plot away without right, giving with the plot light. away it's like when the guy lights a cigarette in space he's like oh, it's a good thing they invented those uh capacitor things so we don't blow up in the space when we do this right so anyway now we're back with frankie and she's at work I can appreciate covering up a plot hole. Right, I can appreciate it. Plot armor mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. for sure. <laughs> Flexi seal, uh, flex tape. <laughs> so Frankie's at work now, and she's cutting a lady's hair, and she looks outside, and she sees it's raining. Wait, and they
3: wait. They were kind of they were kind of puzzled that she even came into work. Oh uh, yeah, They're like what are you doing here, bitch? Oh dang! She's like, well, I'm cut hair.
0: Yeah, right. Okay, cut cool. hair like I cut my wrist. Shit,
4: mm, mm,
0: mm. I'm a cutter. <laughs> so anyway, um, it's raining outside and it's heavy traffic, and she looks across the street and she sees a woman in a long blue hoodie, like hooded jacket,
4: mm-hmm.
0: holding a baby wrapped in a red blanket, mm-hmm. and then she holds the baby out and she drops it into the street as this other car comes screaming around the corner, and Frankie freaks out. First off, I want to talk about the symbolism of the lady and the child.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Blue hooded jacket. Mm-hmm. It's obviously symbolic of Mary, the mother of Jesus. And the child wrapped in red, mm-hmm. which I'm saying is symbolic of Jesus because in all of the old medieval paintings and shit of Mary and Jesus, he's mm-hmm. always wrapped in a red blanket.
3: If I'm not mistaken, it's always like a, you know. If it's not red, it's burgundy, it's something... Or purple. I think it's something it's supposed of, to
0: signify royalty.
3: Or, well, I thought the burgundy was supposed to signify um, his Jewish faith.
0: Oh, I never heard that. If I know I mean, it was also like the red. They said it was like royalty or symbolic of the blood he was going to shed mm-hmm. for us. But she drops the baby in the street. and Frankie freaks out, goes running across the street to save the baby, almost gets hit by a car several times. Her other friend, Donna, goes running out after her. Like, what is wrong with you? And she's like... The baby! There's a baby! She keeps screaming about the baby. hmm And she gets over there, and the woman's gone. And, and she, the woman was crying at one point when they mm-hmm. showed her face. The woman is gone. There's no baby. She just picked up the, the rag or whatever. Right. <laughs> and she's like, well, fuck. I hate it when that happens. I think there's a baby about to get run over, and there's nothing. So now they're on the uh, the train, the subway. Mm-hmm. And Frankie sees two nuns and a priest kind of sitting around on the train and her eyes go kind of blank and she stands up and she walks over to the priest and she's like, are you Father Kiernan? And he's like no uh, but can I help you? And she goes no one can help me now, And fucked but it's obviously not her talking because she's talking differently not in a different voice but it's the way she's saying shit is different so then this is where she gets her second set of wounds because then the subway starts going all crazy and she gets pulled up between like the two little rods that you're supposed to hang on to on either side mm-hmm. and she starts getting whipped by somebody that's not seen. But now again, they're showing clips of somebody getting beaten on the back with a whip and their back getting all torn up and that's what's happening to her. So now she's back at the hospital and they're stitching her up. And, um, she asked if they took a pregnancy test and they say she wasn't pregnant. And like four guys were like, yay. So then they're running a series of tests on her, like her hearing, her sight, blah, blah, blah. And, um, now we go to father Kiernan, who's doing mass and he's doing like, um, the, the communion, the Lord's supper. And he's like, this is my blood. This is the blood of Christ. He keeps saying, this is the blood of Christ and then they show like Frankie's blood getting drawn mm-hmm. blood going through the catheter and he's like this is the blood of Christ and they're showing Frankie's blood again so they're obviously making some hints there they're like hmm there's some shit happening here so then the doctors are useless they're saying that she might have epilepsy and cuz that's all they can figure out with her erratic behavior and shit like that so then father Durning is the father that she the priest that she met on the bus on the train i mean and he's waiting outside in the waiting room Of the hospital for her and he introduces himself And he asks her if she knows what Stigmata is and then her friend Donna's like you know come on we gotta get you home You're tired so he gives her his Card just in case she wants to talk To him and um So now they're Sending uh They're gonna send Father Kiernan to Frankie cause now they Have subway footage of her getting beat And they're like we need you to go check this out so he doesn't really want to go. He's like, I want to go back to the, the bleeding eye statue, and then they were like, um, "There's no church in that village, and if there is, it's not ours."
3: All right. So uh, and he's to, like, "What?" I had to Google why you know red and blue, you know. Oh. So it says Oh, red uh, and blue? <laughs> B's and C's? Right. What? So it says uh Jesus. Central? Jesus is dressed in red and wrapped in blue. This shows his humanity wrapped in divinity. Oh. Mary is the opposite. This shows this supposedly shows that she gave birth to a divine being despite her humanity.
0: Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's what oh, I was like. That's oh, cool. oh, oh That's like right. Superman.
3: Mm. Superman's you know, the same way. Blue you know, man. He's definitely based off of uh Jesus. Yeah, who's Superman? Yeah. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, the two co-creators were Jewish. So
0: he's one well, also because Jesus supposed to, to save your, humanity. Your spaceship too as a baby. Mm-hmm. His you know, name's is Kal-El. <laughs> Crashed into Mary's uterus. <laughs> so anyway, uh, Frankie goes to work now, mm-hmm. and everybody's kind of weirding out about her, mm-hmm. and then nobody wants her to cut their hair, <laughs> mm-hmm. and then she can hear everybody whispering about her. And she comes around the corner, and she's like, stop whispering. Like Fucking church. Goddamn church. And right when she says that, Father Kieran's right there, and she's like, oh, my bad. (laughs) So
3: you got to think, they must have been whispering pretty fucking loud.
0: I said goddamn in front of a
3: priest. (laughs) They had to have been whispering pretty loud because she heard them. Yeah, she's around the whole corner.
0: Maybe she got the super Jesus hearing. mm -hmm. So uh, Frankie gives him a haircut. And she's kind of being flirty with him, and even the one girl's like, "Did she flirt with the priest?" Am I saying things, or is she flirting with the priest? Mm. So he introduces himself as Andrew Kunin, and she kind of freaks out because she recognizes the name. So she's like, "You know, believe it or not, I've kind of been expecting you." So now they're having coffee, and they talk about stigmata. And he explains that the stigmata are the five wounds that Christ received while getting crucified, mm-hmm. which is the wounds in his hands, mm-hmm. the wounds in his feet, mm-hmm. the wounds in his back from getting whipped, mm-hmm. the thorns on his head, and the final wound, which is the spirit of the side.
2: Mm-hmm. So for,
0: for anybody that's keeping track at home, and didn't know. So she he finds out she doesn't even go to church. She doesn't believe in God. And he explains that, well, the stigmata only really happens to people of like devout. Intense devout faith, mm-hmm. and since you don't have any of all at all, I don't think that's what this is. And he
3: said, he said, I, I know firsthand because I saw someone that only had two.
0: Right. So then she's like, "Well, can I show you these? So you can tell me what you think." And he was like, "All right."
4: Mm-hmm.
0: And then she pulls out a wrist, and he's like, "Oh, that's not what I thought you were talking about." You
3: went, you went across the river, not up it. Yeah, uh, you don't even know how to do
0: it right. Oh. Uh, so anyway, um, she also shows him a note she wrote, and she's mm-hmm. like, I don't even know what language this is. He goes, Oh, it's Italian. <laughs> That's a spicy meat to bowl, That's man. a spicy meat to bowl. <laughs> And she goes, Well, what does it say? And he goes, it says
3: On top of spaghetti. It it's a
0: me, Mario. All covered with cheese. I lost my poor, poor meatball when somebody, meatball. When somebody sneezed. <laughs> Y'all know about nothing. Mm, they don't know. They don't know. Mm-mm, Y'all don't even know. Mm, they ain't even know. So he's like, "What?" She's like, "What does it say?" And he goes, "It says stop, drop, shut, shut him down, down open, open up a shop. shop. Oh, <laughs> oh, let some rough no. riders roll."
3: <laughs> we're so it funny because we're just interjecting shit. it is. says, "Leave a dog alone. <laughs> Give a dog a bone, and he'll find his way home." <laughs> What this bitch is for from a nigga.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it says it's hot out here for a pimp. <laughs> I jumped off the DMX.
4: Oh, shit. That's funny. So
0: anyway, um, he interprets it as saying, split a piece of wood and I am there. Turn over a stone and you will find me. And um, he says he can't take the case. And she gets mad. And she kind of takes off. And... Um, She's at the library now, and she's studying epilepsy and stigmata mm-hmm. at the same time. <laughs> she's and she, like... She read a book that said, women that hurt themselves. <laughs> it was something right. like that. She's like, I had a major in epilepsy with a minor in stigmata. <laughs> it was shaking. <laughs> right? People kept giving me their milk, and I'm like, why? <laughs>
4: <laughs>
0: um... did you know i grit my teeth every time it happens did you know this is actual fact you can look this up back Mm -hmm. like in the 1800s if a woman was having like fits of crazy Mm -hmm. she would go to a doctor he would put her up in stirrups and pretty much um finger her till she came because they thought they were they needed to release pressure Mm -hmm. like this was an actual thing women would pay to have done wow and their their husbands would tell them, "Well, you're just going a little crazy. Go see the doctor." And he'd be like, <laughs>
3: "Go see John Redcorn. We get up in there.
0: You know. <laughs> How's that feels? I think I'm still a little crazy. I might need two or three more of those." John Redcorn, <laughs> get back in there and massage my wife. <laughs> so anyway, Frankie's at the club now because what better way to get over stigmata and epilepsy than go to a club with lots mm-hmm. of flashing lights, right? um so she's kind of wanting to do shots and hang out with her friends but what happens is she has another fucking episode and um well before that she said something cool she goes you know it's scarier than not believing in god believing in god because if there is a god he hates me and who hasn't thought that before so she has another attack and now she's got the thorns going into her head and they keep they're showing the clips of it now still and now it's her Mm-hmm. before you couldn't see the person getting affected now they're actually showing a crucified Frankie with like the thorns in her head bleeding
4: mm-hmm.
0: just like real fast and then um, she runs into the street it's and, raining again and it's again and it's raining and um, I guess she tried to run home and when she got there uh, Father Kierner was in, outside her apartment and she freaks out and runs away from him so he runs after her when she goes into an alley and breaks a bottle, and she's like on top of a car, carving stuff into the trunk of the car, and it's like that weird language with a bunch of scribbles and stuff. It looks like uh, what's on the Predator's iWatch or his <laughs> Apple Watch <laughs> when he's like getting ready to blow up Arnold Schwarzenegger. It looks like that kind of writing. So then, um, and I, I think they missed the moment here. I
3: really wish they would have. Transcribed What was on that fucking hood Right I really feel like They missed a moment
0: So there's lots of ambiance In this alley though So There's lots of wind And whispers in the wind And lots of steam And the newspapers Are kind of flying around And -hmm. they look like birds Mm -hmm. Flying around The newspapers do so then um, Frankie's writing, and then she starts speaking in a weird language to the priest, and she's like shaking the bottle, the broken bottle at him, mm-hmm. the Irish knife at him. <laughs> <laughs> and her eyes are all yellow and dilated, very exorcist like. Mm-hmm. And they're kind of wide and they're like weird colored. They look like the
3: Michael Jackson eyes in Thriller.
0: Yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> da, 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 da. Da. and she started dancing da, 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 da.
3: give it to me baby give it
0: to me baby Oh, oh wrong song well, I'm <laughs> give it to me kid. so then um, Frankie says oh hang on so Andrew uh, he starts to record he records <coughs> what she says and then he takes her to the church where Father Durney is and he's trying to like, take care of the wounds on her head and then Frankie says it smells like flowers. I'm, and saying, I'm sorry, I pooted again. <laughs> I said, yeah, I farted. She's like, why I that joke. not funny. You said pooted.
3: <laughs> no, but her friend came. Uh, oh, her friend helps her was out. Was it out good?
0: The- <laughs> Ooh, was it hard? <laughs> it was a
3: smashing good time.
0: Right. Um, Remember, she helps her out of yeah, the Yeah, yeah. They help her out of yep.
3: the um,
0: alley. So, yeah, so then Andrew recorded what she said, and he's playing it to Demonico or whatever that guy's name is. Mm-hmm. the old priest. And he says she's speaking uh, Aramaic. Mm-hmm. And now, uh, Frankie's walking around the church and she's looking at stuff, and she sees the statue of Jesus mm-hmm. crucified, and it shows like the stigmata in his hands and his palms mm-hmm. And she tells, um so as
3: as we're watching this, right before right before they explain what happens, I'm like, yeah the depiction of a uh, crucifixion is actually wrong because right, right. It, it it couldn't have been in his hands as it a, would
0: rip right through your fingers. Mm-hmm.
3: And as I'm right after I get done saying, they it, talked about they it. They talk about it.
0: <laughs> so, um, he tells her, she, he, Father he, shows up and he tells her that she's speaking the language of Jesus. Mm-hmm. And she says, well, I don't think you're right because, I was looking at the statue and in the books, and they're all in his hand. Mine are in my wrist, so I don't have stigmata. I'm good. You're wrong. He goes, nope. Actually, that depiction is incorrect because science has shown us that you can't crucify someone through the hands. It has to be through the wrist. And the reason is there's no bone there. Like, if you drive a nail in the middle of your hand, it's going to rip right between your fingers mm-hmm. if they try to hang you from it. If you do it in the wrist, so it's a it more will, meaty. it'll lock mm-hmm. right there on the wrist The metacarpals right there, whatever they're Mm -hmm. called, the nail lock right there and hold you in place, which seems extremely painful, which is also why crucifixion was called probably the worst way to die ever, like in history. Mm -hmm. Good job, Romans. Good job. Not you. (laughs) Yay, (laughs) yay. You know what happened? A bunch of those Roman dudes were sitting around one day, like in ancient Rome, and they were drinking and they were fucking smoking. And um, he goes, yo, you know, be fucked up. They're like, what? Uh, You know, what, Tyronicus? <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, if we took one of these motherfuckers mm-hmm. and we made a cross. Mm-hmm. We nailed them on that shit, but we beat the fuck out of them first. Mm-hmm. Then we nail them to that shit. And we dislocate their arms. Pull so them out. The only way they can breathe is by lifting themselves up with their legs. Mm-hmm. But if they stay alive longer than we want them to, break those motherfuckers' legs so they right can't the lift knees. themselves up. So they gotta suffocate. They're done. And they were like, damn, dude, that is gangster. Wait, wait. <sighs> that was. So- God damn, that is some cold shit. That's some <sighs> medieval pipe hitting right. Shit. <sighs> <sighs> yup. <coughs> <coughs> That's some gangster shit. <laughs> Yo, you know what? We gonna do that shit tomorrow. Next motherfucker we cat stealing, going up on that shit. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is where crucifixion came from. Mm-hmm. You heard it here 1st mm-hmm. That's a walk down history of mm-hmm. Roman and Jasperina. Look that was depiction. I need perfect. to make uh depiction. I need to perfect. make music for that. That needs to be a segment.
2: And now <laughs>
0: Here is history. Oh wait. Roman Oh hey, here we go. The Legacy and Jasperino present A, a walk, walk Down, down history. history Yeah. Today in a walk down history, we're gonna discuss the getting, Roman Aqueducts. Getting medieval Get on, on, on one's ass. <laughs> So anyway, he tells her it's incorrect because that, you know, she's like, so everything, every depiction, every picture, every statue I've ever seen is wrong. He's he not oh, just incorrect, not mm. wrong or just uh, Inspired, you know, not he's inspired, like, right? it's, it's, yeah. he said it's supposed to inspire. Right. Like
3: the way he, the way he described that, I was like, that's a damn good answer. Right. It's a damn good answer.
0: Then Frankie's hanging out at the top of the building like she's fucking Batman or some shit. Right, like she's not suicidal because right. you know she's not. The and she's reading to her. She's reading the paper that she had, mm-hmm. and she says again about split a piece of wood and you will find me. Turn a, turn over a stone.
3: They say I don't that, be there. They say that shit at least seven or eight oh, times, dude,
0: because it's fucking awesome. The kingdom of God is in you and around you. Mm-hmm. It's fucking. Those words changed my life, mm-hmm. like literally. Um, so then her friends are worried about her and they're kind of sitting around the salon talking about her like, Oh, so then Andrew goes to see her. That's father Kiernan. And she's writing on her wall in Aramaic Mm -hmm. and he goes in and she's like, she's all fucked up and her face is all wrinkly and her eyes are all rolled back in her head. And he's like, who are you? And she's like, (laughs) pretty much. She said the messenger is unimportant. Mm-hmm. But it was in Italian. in uh Italian. So, you know, The messengers are important. It's me, Mario. Or it was in...
3: Because that, di- that guy died... That was died. definitely Italian. He, that guy died in Brazil, though.
0: Yeah, but he was Italian because he was from that whole sect. Was he? He was, yeah. She was definitely... He was. She was speaking Italian. So she's all fucked up. And mm-hmm. she walks by him. And she's like hunched over like an old man. Mm-hmm. And then she uh, lays on the bed and there's water dripping on her.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: And she's like rubbing it all over her face. She's like, ah, oh, so refreshing. And she looks up and it's really it's Father Kiernan. It's R. Kelly. What, it was R. Kelly. She looked up and R. Drip, Kelly drip, was right drip, there. Drip, 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 drip. Drippy. Yeah. <laughs> I want to pee on you. And she's like, oh, gross. Yes, I
3: do. I pee on you. I he's pee like, on you. And he's
0: like, wait a minute. How old are you? Drip, <laughs> drip, drip, drip. She said 22. I was like, "Bitch, please. And he was like. Oh, God damn it. You're too old for me. <laughs> he ran away. <laughs> but yeah, she's rubbing. Oh, yeah. So that scene, that was also in the trivia, and I missed it. Mm-hmm. That scene where he asked her how old she is, and she says 22. She was actually 31. Right. Because when she said 22, you were like, bitch, you're 40. <laughs> bitch, you're 40. <laughs> <laughs> she was actually 31. It's funny. Gosh. Gotcha. Because then I had said, Ten you know, about 10 years yeah. off, I think. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so... um. She's rubbing the water all over her face and shit. And her face is like getting younger. Mm -hmm. And then she's like, I feel so much better now. (laughs) And then um, she's laying there and she says, my heart is breaking. Why am I so sad? And then she goes, it smells like flowers in here. (laughs) And she goes, I swear to God, if you say you farted, (laughs) I'm really going to go stigmata on your ass. (laughs) So then um, she sees the wall and she's like, who wrote that? And he was like, you did, you crazy bitch. <laughs> She's like, I wrote that. And he's mm-hmm. like, yep. <laughs> so then the Vatican is worried about his progress, and they're telling him to call him off. Because mm-hmm. all the priests are kind of talking about that. Main priest is all evil and shit. So then back at Frankie's place, Andrew is trying to figure things out. And Frankie's tired and irritated, and she kind of blows up at him, and she takes off. Because mm-hmm. he's trying to figure out what's on the wall. She takes off. And she's at like a little shop and I thought it was really interesting that she was buying lavender and she was buying lilies. right? Because lilies um, are like an Easter flower Mm -hmm. that somehow is linked to the resurrection of Jesus. I'm not totally sure why, except I know there's a uh, song called Lily of the Valley. Mm -hmm. We're talking about Jesus. We're like, he's the lily of the valley. Mm -hmm. But I never got this. This always scared me when I was a kid. Listen to this. Do you know what they call Satan?
3: The bright morning star?
0: Yes. Mm -hmm. And in that song, they say, He's the lily of the valley, the bright and morning star. He's the fairest of 10,000 to my soul. And I always... Because then I read in the Bible that Satan was called the morning star. And I'm like, why does that song say Jesus is the morning star? Mm -hmm. And then they say, doesn't Lucifer appear to you as an angel of light to deceive you? And I'm like... What the fuck is up with this song? It it mm-hmm. freaks me out to this day. My mom used to be singing while she's doing laundry. Mm-hmm. You know, I have found a friend in Jesus. He's everything to me. He's the fairest of 10,000 to my soul. Because he's
3: Lucifer Morningstar, right?
0: Yeah, and it really weirded me out, that song. Anyway, and she's buying lavender, and lavender is uh, traditionally a burial flower because mm-hmm. it's to cover up the stench of rot. Makes sense. So anyway... Um, she and Andrew now have lunch cause he catches up to her and they're having lunch and they're talking and they're talking about creation and just a bunch of shit like that. And how he became a priest mm. because he was studying science and realized that God was behind science and there must be something bigger, blah, blah, blah. And, um, they're being really flirty with each other. And then, um, she's like, so you've never fucked anybody. And he's like, I didn't say that. So I, I wasn't thought, born I, felt I, w- good. I, I, I wasn't, wasn't born, born a priest, no priest. I don't have to, I'm good fucking my time <laughs> And she's like But you don't anymore He's like no And she's like Don't you miss it He goes hell yeah I miss it <laughs> Shit I'll be fucking you right now If I could shit Anyway So then they're like Let's talk about sex baby Let's talk about you and me Let's talk about, about all about the good things you. And the bad things that made me Anyway So then God's watching this, and he's like, oh, hell no. So he decides to cock block Andrew Kiernan a little bit. Number four. And he's like, here's your number four. And she gets the feet wounds. And obviously she's like, oh, God, we were talking about holes, and now I got them in my feet. (laughs) (laughs) I guess you could say she suffered the agony of of defeat. defeat.
4: (laughs) Defeats.
0: I'll let that one sink in for a second. So now she has four wounds. The fifth wound's going to kill her. That's the one in the side. hmm So the flower smell comes along with stigmatiacs or whatever they're called. Stigmatics. Stigmatics. <laughs> he tells her that people with stigmata, they always smell the flowers. And she's like, I'm dying, aren't I? And he's like, I'm not going to say you're not not dying. <laughs> but you are teetering yeah. the line. So, uh, he sends the wall pictures to that old priest of father Demonica or whatever his name is.
3: Mm-hmm. Wait, wait, and- wait. Time me, time me, time me. This is what kind of made me mad because, um, whatever, what, cause he sent something to her, what she said, he sent it to the priest. Yeah. Right. He remember he recorded it. Right. They never fucking say what she said. Yeah. Cause he goes, the problem is what, what it says. And, and he, then,
0: yeah, they never, yeah. Because
3: they, they tease at it twice. Right. And they never fucking say it. I was kind of mad.
0: I felt like I was watching right. American Idol. You know what it said. You know all it said was,
3: And we're going to go to a break right, right now. And you know all it said was <laughs>
0: split a piece of wood and you'll find Probably. You will
3: that's what uh, That's what you just Flip automatically rock,
0: assume. You'll find me.
3: You're like, all right. But that shit made me mad. Because now they're talking this motherfucker right. again.
0: So the priest freaks out when he sees the wall pictures. He's like, where the hell did you get this? And he's like, she wrote it. And he's like. That's the goddamn Gospel of Thomas. <laughs> <laughs> so then the main, the big evil priest guy, Father Hausman or whatever his name is, um, he, the old priest tells Father Kiernan that that guy closed down the Gospel Commission over this shit. He's mm-hmm. like, we had a whole Gospel Commission trying to translate these Gospels and we found this one around the Dead Sea Scrolls the same time Mm -hmm. for those of you don't know in the 1940s 1945 they found in some caves by the red sea or by the dead sea in some pots these scrolls that had parts of the bible in them and they were called the dead sea scrolls because they hid them there so they wouldn't get burned um by whoever was occupying fucking israel (laughs) at that time probably rome anyway right um but they had been there for like a thousand years or so so and they still there's a whole book about it. And it's fascinating. I would recommend checking it out. But they said they found this text with them also, and it's allegedly the actual words of Jesus. But when the Catholic Church heard about it, they shut the whole fucking thing down. Because God forbid, the church let us have the actual words of Jesus mm-hmm. because It'd they're be the damned. only ones. They're the only ones that should have be privy to that. Because we're just the fucking dregs, and we can't take it. That right? would be
3: damned if they if they lose their power
0: yeah Mm -hmm. we'll get more Mm. into that later so the priest is freaking out he saves the pictures to disc three and a quarter inch floppy because it's
4: 1999
0: Mm. and he tries to delete the rest of it and then um they're looking at one of the pictures and there's a mirror over to the side and fucking father alameda is in the mirror Dun-dun-dun. Dun-dun-dun-dun. So then the snitchy bitch priest that's always hanging around Father Hausman goes down and kind of gets in the computer and prints out one of the pics and takes it to him. He's like, ooh, look what they've been doing because I'm a little bitch. How come there's always some snitchy little bitch in all these movies? Mm -hmm. That's Veronica Mars' daddy. Yeah, Veronica Mars. I never watched that show. But he
3: was on on Spin City,
0: too. Yes. No, just shooting. There we go. So then uh, the old priest, Demonico or whatever, calls another creepy priest that was... Okay, so there was a picture of three priests together. And it was Demonico, Father Alameda, and this third creepy priest, who was the hatchet-wielding Russian dude in lock, stock, and two smoking barrels. Um, And he tells him that the Jesus gospel has shown up again. And this is a very X-Files-like conversation. And then Andrew goes back to Frankie's house, and her wounds seem to be getting better, and she's all over him. She's very flirty. Mm-hmm. You can tell she wants the D. Mm-hmm. She wants the priestly D, the holy D. She's thirsty. <laughs> D. D. She's thirsty. mm mm-hmm. So she painted over the writing... And he's like, they start making out, and then he stops her, and he's like, wait, why'd you paint the wall? And she's like, I'm sick of looking at it. And then she's like, come on, man. Why don't you loosen up That's a little That's all you bit? want me for? I'm going to jigger your balls a little bit. Mm. And he stops her, and she's mad, yeah, and she's like, oh, because I painted the wall? You don't want to fuck me now? Is that it? That's all you wanted from me? Is that stupid writing? Eh. She's like. I got news for you. I shaved it into my pubic hair. So the only way you can read it now is by <laughs> taking my pants off. <laughs> Touche, priest. Touche. What you gonna do? And then I wrote the rest of it on a piece of paper and I put it up inside me. So you're gonna dig around in there and find it. Uh mm. that didn't really happen. Mm. He stops her and she freaks the fuck out. And her voice changes and it becomes like a man's voice. And she's like She's like, that's all you want. And she's beating his ass and throwing him around. She fucking throws him through the shower door. And she's got a knife to him. And she's like, how's your faith these days, father? How's your faith? Your mother sucks cocks in hell. (laughs) R. Kelly's going to spend eternity pissing on you. (laughs) He's like, oh, fuck no. So then... um. She's like, is this what you call fucking God? And she starts cutting her arm and like she drives the knife back through her wounds that were healing on her wrists. Mm. And then she falls down on the bed and we get a whole exorcist float, like full on exorcist float mm-hmm. where she's got her arms out and she floats up in the air. But then she turns upright. So she's like hanging there like she's on the cross. Mm-hmm. And um, she starts crying blood like the statue which is crazy, and she's suspended in air. So then Father uh, Kiernan takes her down and lays her on the bed, and then the other mysterious priest uh, gets the pics via fax mm-hmm. from Demonico, and he's looking at him, he's like, oh, fuck. Everybody's freaked out when they start seeing the writing. Mm-hmm. So then Andrew is praying in uh, Alameda, with Alameda's rosary, and Frankie wakes up and she's like I haven't seen you pray before He's like I haven't prayed in a long time So then he actually lays down with her To kind of comfort <laughs> her And they fall asleep So about this time Durning Father Durning shows up with Hausman the evil priest And snitchy priest guy <laughs> And they take they Come into the apartment And he's laying in the bed with her And they're like take her to the diocese So they take her away and andrew's in trouble for not reporting about the writing because he's like why would you not report this to me and he's like because you're an evil bastard i can tell he kind of says that but he didn't really say it um so he's going to uh send andrew away he's totally covering shit up Mm -hmm. and he's like you're done and he's like i'm trying to help this girl i'm trying to save her life and then he's like well, the last thing I expected was to come in there and find you laying in bed with her. And he's like, come on, give me a break. The bitch was all over me. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even fuck. Right? If you only knew. Dude, you don't even understand. <laughs> I was just laying in bed. Right? I had a raging and My balls still ache. They're blue <laughs> as a fucking pop smurf. Oh, anyway. You sure not? Blue is Virgin Mary's hair. Hey, oh, man. Oh, oh Yeah, I I'm, went there. I'm sorry, baby Jesus.
3: Blue is her, her her what is it called? Her veil,
0: right. <laughs> her hood, right. She a creep. The hood, oh god. Her she hood. a creep. Crib. crib. <laughs> so anyway, um, he goes to so Father Kunin leaves, and he goes to I think it's the other priest's church. He's mm-hmm. like praying. Well, creepy X Files priest guy shows up, and he starts talking to him, and he's telling him that that text is the actual words of Jesus. Mm -hmm. And it's the closest they're ever going to get to the actual words of Jesus. And he talks about the church and what it is. And the the text says that the church is in you and all around you. The kingdom of God is within you. It is not in a structure made of wood or stone, which is totally opposite of what the church wants you to think. Mm -hmm. Because if you don't have to go to church, you don't have to give them your money. Mm -hmm. That's what all this shit boils down to. Mm Mm-hmm. This whole thing about tithing and 10% to the church, really, I I don't know, I don't even know how much I want to say about it, but a church operates as a business, Mm -hmm. it takes profit like a business, yet it gets tax exemption, Mm -hmm. and then you get these mega churches with thousands of members giving 10% of their income. And the fucking pastor is living in a 23-room mansion, driving a Bentley. That doesn't sound like Christianity or any kind of religion to me. Mm-hmm. That sounds like corporate greed. The church is a corporate entity and it should be treated as such.
3: You gotta just look at, you know, Catholicism. How much money is pumped into Catholicism? Dude, the richest
0: do. religion on the face of the earth. For sure,
3: for sure. For sure.
0: And they're the ones that started all this. Mm-hmm. Give your money to the church. Buy your buy your relatives out of purgatory so they don't go to hell. Mm-hmm. That kind of shit. What gives you the right? What gives you the gall? That's the gall. The audacity to say you can speak for God. You can say where someone's eternal soul is going to go based on the amount of money you get. You're a fucking fraud. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm angry right now because when I got into this and I really studied and I really thought about the person of a creator... The person of, of God, if you want to call it that, mm-hmm. are creating energy mm-hmm. of whatever you want to call it, the universe. It is so far beyond our understanding. It is so far beyond our comprehension of anything our minds could fathom. And it damn sure doesn't have anything to do with fucking money mm-hmm. at all. Mm-hmm. Jesus said, give to Caesar what is Caesar's, give to God what is God's. He was not talking about tithing. He was talking about your fucking respect, your fucking heart, your fucking soul, not your goddamn wallet. Caesar gets your money because Caesar was the worldly leader.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Taxing. Yes. All of that. God gets everything else because he's the creator. He's the king of everything Mm -hmm. beyond our petty governments, beyond our petty religions, beyond our petty thoughts or anything else, our fucking world systems, our greed, our cruelty, our lust, everything that's bad about humanity. That's all on our leaders. That's why they get our fucking filthy money. Mm -hmm. God doesn't want your fucking money. Just think about that for a second. He doesn't want it. He doesn't need it. He wants your love, he wants your respect, he wants your fucking belief. And that doesn't come in a church, it doesn't go in a fucking tithing plate, and it damn sure doesn't go to give some preacher a fucking mansion and a goddamn Bentley. God is so far beyond that, and we're trying to put him in this box. Mm
2: -hmm.
4: We're
0: trying to put God in a little box that we can understand, that we can control, that we can use to control other people. Mm-hmm. King James put a whole fucking thing of scribes and preachers together to make a book to control the peasants and their ignorance by telling them fairy tales that they took from something else and tried to make it into what they thought they could use to manipulate and rule people and take their property, take their money, take whatever they wanted, take their dignity. Most importantly, God is so much bigger than that. Whether you want to call it God or the universe, Mm -hmm. or the creative energy, or Buddha, or Mm -hmm. whatever the fuck you want to call God. He is so much larger than that. He is so much bigger. We are getting one little tiny piece of a million-piece puzzle to look at when we're trying to gaze upon what God is. And above all else, God is what you make it. Wow. It pisses me off. Mm -hmm. This was my epiphany. Mm -hmm. This turned me away from church. Mm -hmm. This was my epiphany. God is so much bigger than the box we're trying to put him in. Mm-hmm. And that's why when people go, oh, you're pagan, you don't believe in God. Fuck you, I don't believe in God. I just believe he's so big, he doesn't fucking care mm-hmm. about us. We are We are nothing. We are all and we are nothing. Think about that one.
4: Hmm.
0: Look that one up and, and find your philosophy on that. Because that's what I did. And, um, sorry, I didn't mean to get... <laughs> I I kind of bucks yeah I didn't mean to do that but god damn it I hate it I hate when anybody has the fucking audacity the arrogance to say I'm speaking God's words Mm -hmm. I'm speaking God's will the fuck you are Mm -hmm. there's a lot of people in history that did a lot of atrocious things that thought they were doing the will of God Mm -hmm. or listening to what God told them to do Mm -hmm. I'm sure Hitler thought he was perfectly in line what he was supposed to be doing according to his creator Mm -hmm. really you want to talk about that the, the the evil, gross things that have been done in the name of God mm-hmm. are uh, throughout history, the people that have suffered, that have died, the, the Inquisition, the torture, that is not God. That's not a loving creator. It's man. That's fucking man trying to get some land or trying to get some money or trying to get some power, which mm-hmm. is the worst part of all is the power.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Because the power will bring you everything else. And power is absolute power. What is it? Absolute power corrupts absolutely. hmm So you can have all the good intentions in the world. You get a little bit of that power and you're fucked. But that's where the church is now. And the church in this movie, which is the Catholic church, damned if they're going to lose their power because their God actually, the words of their God actually got found. And he was like, fuck the church. You are the church. Mm-hmm. You are the temple. Mm-hmm. Your body is the temple. Your soul is my church. Mm-hmm. The kingdom of God is in you and with all around, and all around you. Live that. Right. I've always told people, forget the rest of the Bible. You live two verses out of that thing, and they're both words that Jesus said out of his own mouth. Do unto others as you would have them do unto you, and love your neighbor as yourself. You do that, fuck the rest of it. If everybody did that, the world would be a better place. Mm-hmm. If everybody adhered to that. Just those two things. We don't need to know about anything else. We don't need any dogma or any kind of fucking... Um, Old Testament teachings, New Testament teachings. Um, I can't remember the word I'm looking for. Um, I don't know. I'm too uh, amped. Yeah, I'm too (laughs) amped. So anyway, while Father uh, Kieran is being talked to from this priest about what's going on, um, Father Evil Guy decides he's going to exercise Father Alameda out of Frankie. Mm
4: -hmm.
0: So he starts doing the exorcism and the the nuns like tie her up. They were holding her. They take the rosary from her. Yeah, and they're holding her. Mm -hmm. And she starts to yell at him. She's speaking like Italian or something Mm -hmm. while he's exercising. And what she says is, you are blind men. Your eyes are open, but you see nothing. Mm. Because this guy has actually read the words of Jesus and he knows what the fucking score is. So he sends everybody out of the room, the evil guy, so he can fucking kill her. And he tells her, you will not destroy my church. And he starts choking her. But he's still yelling like he's exercising her, so it Mm -hmm. sounds like he's doing exorcism, but he's choking her. Um, And then Andrew uh, comes in at the last moment and saves her. And then he's fucking throwing evil priest guy all over the place. I know what happened and he's telling him he knows what's going on he knows about the text Mm -hmm. he knows about the cover up Um, he knows all of that he knows about Father Alameda and those two other priests got excommunicated Mm -hmm. because of that text and they were in hiding and all this so meanwhile Father Alameda sets the room on fire that Frankie's in (laughs) and he tells so Kiernan tells the evil guy you're done in the church. As mm-hmm. soon as I get to talk to some people, you're, you're done. So then Andrew says, um, he comes in, the room's on fire, and Frankie's sitting on the bed, it's very exorcist-like still, but there's fire all over between them, mm-hmm. and he goes, pass your wisdom on to me, let her go. And Father Alameda says through Frankie, you don't have any faith. Mm-hmm. So then Andrew Kiernan Walks through the fire to he, get to the bed. He put his hand. He put he put his hand out, and, and I, the
3: fire doesn't burn him. Right. So I, I in this moment I thought the flames were possibly
0: visual. Right. You know because like he's he, he's been looking by sight, right. and not faith. And then um, it's too bad that the fire he still wasn't impervious to fire in Hereditary. Just throwing <laughs> that out there. Anyway, so then he walks through the fire
2: the fire and he finishes the the exorcism
3: (laughs) Uh, that was through the wire i'm sorry oh
0: (laughs) and he releases alameda's soul Mm -hmm. and a dove comes flying out and flies away this is important the dove symbolism in this movie is important Mm -hmm. and a lot of you may not know this but when jesus was baptized by john the baptist when he came and john the baptist saw him and said behold the Lamb of God, the Savior of the world, He baptizes Him because Jesus had to be baptized in order for His ministry to start. Mm-hmm. It says when He baptized Jesus, the Holy Spirit came down out of heaven in the form of a dove. Mm-hmm. That's why doves are important here; they are symbolic of the Holy Spirit and they always have been. That, in a sign of peace. Yes, when he was writing on the wall and he's like, mm-hmm. there was a dove at the very top of it. And I was like that dove, that picture that he drew. With oh the, yeah. That he described the dove flying down with the lines around it. Mm-hmm. That's the symbol of the Holy spirit. It's also the symbol of the golden dawn, which is, uh, the teachings of Aleister Crowley. Um, the thelemic teachings that I'm into, that's all part of the same thing. and has that same kind of symbol with the Holy spirit, dove, which I think is really cool. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Um, so, Andrew carries Frankie out of the building, mm-hmm. and she's wrapped in a sheet, and it looks like a shroud, mm-hmm. like a death shroud, like Jesus. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's white. Yep. And like the Sembolism. Shroud of Christ. So, um, have you ever heard of the Shroud of Turin? Mm-mm. The Shroud of Turin was a shroud that they found that's perfectly intact, like there should be a body in it, mm-hmm. but there's not. So they think it's the shroud that Jesus was wrapped in in the tomb. Mm-hmm. Cuz remember they said they found the wrapping still intact but there was no body in them. Mm-hmm. They think that that's what that is and they have cut it open and there is a imprint of a face. Wow. On the ter- on the shroud. Mm-hmm. So they started scanning it and like trying to figure out cuz they're saying it was the face of Jesus. Mm-hmm. It's since been debunked that that's not what it is. It's the shroud of, they think, like a uh, 16th century knight or something like that. Mm-hmm. I read a book on it, but I don't remember all the particulars. But it was really interesting. And it still hasn't been proven or disproven, I don't think. It was kind of debunked, but I'm, a lot of people still believe it. Mm-hmm. But it's hard to say. I know that um,
3: factually there was a physical Jesus.
0: Yes, you can look at Roman documents of his trial and stuff and mm-hmm. see that there really was a Jesus. Here's the thing. A lot of people, I tell people I'm pagan. Mm-hmm. I am pagan for one reason and one reason only.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: I can believe whatever the fuck I want. Right? There's no dogma. There's mm-hmm. no fucking uh, rules. Mm-hmm. There's no, all it is is yeah. Do what thou wilt shall be the whole of the law. You know what I mean? I, I can do what I want. I can mm-hmm. believe whatever I want. And um, anyway, so I believe. To, so, I believe in God. So I believe that Jesus.
3: So if I'm not mistaken. If you're taking, and I'm, I'm going to say this with air quotes, okay. religion, as a whole, it is more of a buffet instead of um, a set a set like dinner. A seven course meal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It is, exactly. You get to say, okay, well, I want some pizza. I want some ice cream. I exactly. want this. Exactly. You know, you're able to, you know, edify yourself. <laughs> and there's
0: no, well, you can't believe that. That mm-hmm. doesn't go in line with our teaching. It's on my plate, bitch. Yeah, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> Do what I want. It's on my plate. I believe there is a God.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I believe Jesus existed. Mm-hmm. I believe Jesus was a demigod. I believe he was a deity. Mm-hmm. I believe he did all the things the Bible says he does mm-hmm. or did. Mm-hmm. I believe he died. Mm-hmm. I believe he came back from the dead. Mm-hmm. I believe he ducked the fuck out of here. Mm-hmm. I believe all that. Mm hmm. I believe he casted out demons. Mm -hmm. I believe he healed the sick. Mm -hmm. I believe he raised the dead. I believe all that. Jesus was a person. He Mm -hmm. did all that shit. Mm -hmm. I also believe he preached a kingdom of God. But he preached a kingdom of God that was in you and all around you. Mm -hmm. Not some magical place that if you're good enough and you follow the church's rules, you might be able to get into the club someday. Mm -hmm. After you die, we might let you go there. I also, he never ever preached... I shouldn't say that. He talked about hell, but he never preached about it as a place. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't I don't believe that there's a heaven or a hell. Gotcha. I believe you either go on or you don't. Mm-hmm. I believe um, nobody really knows. And anybody that says they do is either a fool or mm-hmm. incredibly arrogant.
3: Not only that, you have to think um, it's one of those things. It's a consequence. And we, if we lived without consequence, we would do anything.
0: Right. So there has to be... Right.
2: But my, mine
0: is though mm-hmm. Mine is immediate It's not after I die mm-hmm. It's the rule of three Anything you send out Comes back to you threefold mm-hmm. Whether it's good or bad mm-hmm. So if you send out good You're going to get good back If you send out bad You're going to get fucked Or you sow what you reap Or you reap Exactly what you sow. Exactly mm-hmm. That is why Do as thou wilt Shall be the whole of the law Love is the law Love under will God is love
2: mm-hmm.
0: That is what God is
2: mm-hmm.
0: Because everything and I've talked about this on the podcast before. The one thing every human on this planet has in common is to want to love and be loved. Mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck. If you're a terrorist, you got to think a the, king, a homeless man, you want to be loved and you want to love somebody. You got to
3: think that, you know, the one rule that, you know, that, um, that I can't think of the word. <laughs> the one thing, the one rule that, that goes between every religion is the golden rule, right? Treat others as you want to be treated.
0: Do it to others as you would have them do it to
3: you. I'm like, that is, you know, it goes through everyone. Right. Just treat me the way you want to be treated. Yep. That if is If everybody
0: it. did that, there would That's be no it. problems. Mm-hmm. It's fucking simple. But we have to complicate it because we're human. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I absolutely believe in God. I believe in, in Jesus. Here's the thing, though. This is where we differ. I do not believe God is Jehovah. I believe Jehovah is a God. Mm -hmm. And I also believe he took credit for a lot of shit he didn't do, such as creating the universe and the world and all that other shit. Mm -hmm. They're talking about, I think there's a mix up there. There's a big mix up. I also can't wrap my head around that the God in the Old Testament that was commanding armies to go into these evil, wicked countries Mm -hmm. and destroy every man, woman, and child there. And burn all their documents and not leave one trace that they ever existed on the earth. And if you take anything from there, I will strike you fucking dead, motherfucker. Fire that's rimstone. the same God in the New Testament. Loving. That's a loving God. Loving king. He's going to wrap you in his arms when you die and take you to paradise. Mm-hmm. That said, love others and do unto them as you would have them do unto you and love your neighbor as yourself. That's the same guy? Mm-hmm. It's a staunch, staunch difference. I can't believe... Here's why. Here's what happened, Roman. There's a split. Now, they say Jesus came, and when he came, he split time in half between B.C. and Mm A.D. It's true. Jesus did split time, and that's why Jesus is an important historic figure. Mm -hmm. The time before Jesus... B.C.? Before Christ. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't think that's what it really stands for. That's what we all say. And then after you death. know that song, We're living in the age of Aquarius. hmm We are in we are in the dawn right now. We are in the dawn of the age of Aquarius. Mm-hmm. You know what era we're coming out of? Mm-mm. The Piscean Age. Gotcha. The Piscean Age is the constellation of Pisces, mm-hmm. which is a fish.
3: Gotcha. The oh. fish
0: being the symbol, symbol of, of Jesus. Christianity. Mm-hmm to jesus fish the era we were in before the piscean age mm-hmm. was the age of Ares. gotcha aries war is the god of war mm-hmm. the type of god that would tell you mm-hmm. wipe out every one of these motherfuckers man woman and children kill their goats kill their chickens kill everything burn their records i don't want anybody to even know these goddamn bitches existed on this planet and if you touch anything that they had and try to take it i will kill your ass Doesn't that sound more like a warlike god named Ares? Mm -hmm. And then Jesus is born, ushering in this new age of love and peace and understanding. Jesus, what do they call him? The Prince of Peace? Mm -hmm. The Piscean Age? And now you've noticed over the past hundred years or so... Religion is kind of falling by the wayside. More people are saying, this is bullshit. Mm -hmm. I don't believe this. Why? They're they're seeing more of the hypocrisy of it. And we're going into the Aquarian age, which is an age of understanding. Mm. It's an age of knowledge. It's an age of thinking. Mm
4: -hmm.
0: I think we have a long way to go as humans, because if you look at the world right now, it's fucked up. Mm -hmm. But there's always that transitional period. Gotcha. The Bible was silent between the book of Malachi, which is the last book of the Old Testament, and Matthew, which is the first book of the New Testament. There's like a 600-year gap. That's a long time. Yeah. That's the changing of an age Mm -hmm. from Aries to Pisces. God knows what happened during that time period. Right. I mean, we know from history, but it's not documented in the Bible. Mm -hmm. And if it was, it got left out. Right. Because it didn't fit in with what the religious people of that time wanted. Mm Mm-hmm. That's 600 years. That's longer than America's been a country. Right. You know what I mean? That's a long time. So we may have four 500, 600 more years before the age of Aquarius is fully in bloom, where people are more philosophical and more thoughtful and mm-hmm. less warlike, and we're not being <laughs> stupid idiots to each other on Twitter. You know what I mean? <laughs> we may, we're, we're a couple of hundred, few hundred years away from that, but it's coming. Mm-hmm. This is my word of hope to you. It's coming. We're not going to be here to see it. Our Mm -hmm. children will be here to see it. But we can take steps now to further that world and make it a better place and help it to get here by being more understanding of each other, by being more accepting of each other, by not arguing over stupid shit like politics and religion that really, in the grand scheme of things, doesn't affect us in any kind of way Mm -mm. because it's not going to change anything. And it's a personal belief at the end of the day. Exactly. Don't do me a favor. If you're listening, and if you don't agree with this, you don't have to. Don't hate somebody because they don't share the same political belief as you. Mm -hmm. They want that. Mm -hmm. The powers that be want that division. Mm -hmm. They want us separated. They want us fighting with each other so we don't see how badly they're fucking us. Don't argue over religion because it's a personal choice, and who the fuck cares? Mm -hmm. We may all just be worm food when we die. We don't know. Mm Mm-hmm. But this is where I came to. Yeah. And a lot of it was because of this movie. And I know it sounds stupid, but I believe this movie was put in my path of my life when it was Mm -hmm. for a specific reason because it turned me on to a lot of shit. And a few years after I saw this movie, when I was 30 years old, Mm -hmm. I sat up straight in bed and I said, this is all bullshit. I'm not going to church anymore. And my life changed forever. But let's get back to the end of the movie real quick. (laughs) So Andrew carries Frankie out into the courtyard thing where there's all statues and flowers and stuff.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: He sits down with her on a bench. And um, she starts to kind of wake up. And they share this really tender moment. And He kisses her. And a dove descends from the sky. Again, the Holy Spirit descending as a dove. Mm-hmm. The, the bird of peace. Mm-hmm. And she gets up and she walks across the thing. And she holds her hand out. And the dove lands in her hand. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you a crazy story real quick. My dad was in the Army. He served in World War II and Korea. Nice. When, they were, when he was in the Army, I, I don't know what point it was, they were out on a training exercise. Mm-hmm. And they I don't know that they had friendly fire back there. I think they were using live ammunition because it was back in the 40s or whatever. Right. And they were out on a training exercise, and one of the dudes in my dad's company shot it. There was a dove, and my dad, he shot it. And my dad said, don't do that. That's oh, Before he shot it, he goes, I'm going to shoot that dove. And my dad goes, don't do that. That's the bird of peace. And he laughed at my dad. And he went, fuck you. And he shot the dove. The next day, he died from friendly fire. He got shot and killed. Damn. Yeah. How crazy is that? The very next day, he fucking died. Damn. Yeah. So anyway. That's... Think your dad shot him? I don't know. My dad never told me that part <laughs> of the story. He just said he got shot and killed. <laughs> Holy fuck. That never even crossed my mind. Oh, my God. <laughs> I told you, my, peace. Yeah, my dad's been gone for... He's like John Cena in the Suicide Squad. <laughs> my dad's been gone for 14 years. I can't even ask him if that's what happened. <laughs> oh, my God. Why did you say that? <laughs> this whole thought in my head now. Anyway. <laughs> so she starts to walk, and the dove flies away, and, and they pan out, and they give you this wide shot mm-hmm. of them sitting there.
3: They said one of the statues uh, in the courtyard, right
0: right where they are, was St. Thomas. Yep, and that was St. Francis. There we go. So then... um, Which was St. Francis was the first one to... To have stigmata. Mm Mm-hmm. So then, now Kiernan goes back to the Crying Mary statue in San Buquinto, or whatever the Mm -hmm. place was called, and there's a little floorboard, like, right there, Mm -hmm. under the statue, and he moves it, and the fucking writings are in there. Like he pulls out the scrolls and the little book with Alameda's translations in them. So you know, you know what I I took from all of this. Alameda told him where mm. it was. I think he gave. I think he then
3: possibly became Alameda. Like mm-hmm. Alameda was inside him because he, because remember he touches,
0: he, he touches the fire. Yeah, that's right. But he released him though. Gotcha. And you. then the dove flew. Out. I think. Give me all he your was secrets. Saying, Give me the wisdom. Mm-hmm. I think Alameda, just transferred it. This is where it's at. Nice. He's like, where it's at. I got two turntables and a microphone. Hey. So anyway, yeah. So then um, he finds the the actual the actual things, and then it fades to black, and you get this thing that says, in 1945, these texts were found believed to be the actual words of Jesus. Blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. Kind of telling you about the Book of Thomas. Um, I would highly recommend checking out the Book of Thomas mm-hmm. because it's really it's so eye opening. Um, a lot of it is, is similar to shit you read in the Bible, mm-hmm. but you can see where they kind of cut shit out. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I, I, I remember uh, reading a little bit of
3: the book of Enoch as well.
0: Dude, the book of Enoch is crazy. Mm-hmm. I watched this whole documentary about a dude that was trying to transcribe the angelic language mm-hmm. that he found that Enoch could read, mm-hmm. and it really ruined it. He had a partner. It, it just over the span of 50 years, it ended up ruining their lives, and the one guy got executed, and all kinds of crazy shit happened, they ended up wife-swapping, and it was nuts. Absolutely nuts. But yeah, the Book of Enoch is crazy, because it's dealing with the upper key of Solomon, Mm -hmm. which is the angels that Solomon dealt with, and then there's a lower king of Solomon, which were the demons that Mm -hmm. that Solomon... I always... This is weird to me. Like, I've seen demonic... um, the writing, which mm-hmm. is called, um, I can't even think about it. Which means I'm probably not supposed to say it because my mind just blanks out. Mm-hmm. I can almost understand it. The angelic writing is totally different. I can't make anything out of it, but I can look at the other so stuff. You, so
3: you don't have any feelings towards it, correct? But,
0: but the lower key, I can almost like it does something to me where I can almost decipher what it says. Mm. It's really weird. But if you guys are interested, you should look it up on the internet. The lower key is called um, the Goetia. Just Google Goetia of uh, Aleister Crowley, and you'll get a bunch of cool pictures and shit. Oh, <laughs> but damn. do it at your own discretion, because if you're, you know, it might give you nightmares. If you're,
3: might open you up to something of a
0: uh, weaker persuasion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Um. Okay. Scale of one to ten. What what'd you think of the movie? says Six. Uh, okay.
3: It's not bad, but it's not great. It's like, eh.
0: Only because I like it so much and it meant so much to me, I give it an eight. Got you. Because I do. I've watched this movie so much, and it literally did change my life. It, it reset a course I was on. Mm-hmm. It branched off my path.
3: It's. It's. I think the the biggest thing for me is just the convolutedness of the movie. It's right. Like it. It's sold as a, you know, p- possession movie. You know, horror possession right. movie. Right. they did
0: that to try to get people to go see it. But it's
3: definitely not like it's. Eh. It's, it's almost
0: educational. I, right. I found it as like an it was educational a, film. It was a
3: slower burn than I really wanted. <laughs> yeah. You know, so it's like eh, I get it. Yeah. But nah, and bad. it's kind
0: of hard to understand if you're not really into it's that kind of It's a shit. beautifully shot movie, though. It is a beautiful movie. A lot of symbolism. Mm-hmm. If you're into religious symbolism and shit like that, it's it's candy. Mm-hmm. It's fucking candy. Because I love, especially the mix of sexual and religious symbolism is mm-hmm. a big thing to me. Because they're they're. And it's right there. Like, Frankie is the epitome of that, like, mm-hmm. sex and religion type. I mean, it's always been, spe- since I've be- especially, it's always kind of intrigued me, but especially since I've been pagan and it's more acceptable, mm-hmm. because in paganism, sex is religion. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It really is an interesting thing to me, because and when you think about, I was talking about somebody with this the other day, it might have been Jeff, but I don't remember, I was saying... People are always telling me, like, there's no problem you can have that Jesus hasn't been through. And I'm like, really? So my wife just found out about my side, bitch, and I'm getting kicked out of my house. Can <laughs> Jesus relate to that? <laughs> and they were like, dude, if Jesus was human, and they said he had to experience everything a human experience, he has to have dealt with women. Mm-hmm. Being a human male, he, it, there's no way around it. And mm-hmm. there's all these texts about Mary Magdalene was really his wife. Mm-hmm. and they had kids and why wouldn't he if he had to have the human experience mm-hmm. how are you going to have the human experience without the one main thing that every human does right or wants mm-hmm. or goes after or has a goal of you know like mm-hmm. the one major thing the number one thing
2: you're going <laughs> to tell me jesus
0: just denied himself for that part of being human right i don't see that it doesn't make any kind of sense If he had to have the full human experience all the way up to getting fucked over and crucified and tortured, Mm -hmm. he has to have gotten some of the good shit, too. Not just the bad shit. Right. You know? Right. I don't know. I give it an eight. Sweet. Uh, BBG? Nothing. 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 I mean, nothing at all. Uh, really, not a lot of blood considering it was about stigmata. Mm-hmm. Except for when she opened, the stupid doctor opens her bandage. Who does that? that and he goes, i like, like the, oh, fuck, there's Crying like, Mary and then getting whipped yeah. and shit. Like, yeah. But, yeah, you know. yeah. Maybe a two on the blood. No Possibly. Costs, no. I don't know. It was a very long movie. Anyway, uh, you ready to check out what we're doing next week? Yes. I'm so excited.
1: Just let me introduce you to everybody. Uh, this is uh, Gina, Roy. Lucas, A.J., the staff of Empire Records had the coolest jobs on Earth. Do you think the story is already written? Or do you think a bold and courageous act can change the course of history? Something happened to me last night in Atlantic City. Did you win anything? No, I did not. But Lucas blew it. Everyone knew it.
4: We're to buy Empire? Well,
1: that's a good thing, right? <clears throat> the money is gone. What is it going to? I think it's recirculating. You're turning us into a music town? I have to pay for what Mr. Brilliant here did. I'm the idiot, you're the screw-up, and we are all losers. Now, five friends have one day to decide what to do with the rest of their lives. AJ loves Corey, not the whole story. Today is the day that I'm going to tell Corey how I feel about her that I, uh, love her. Yeah. Do you think that it's possible for someone to be in love with someone else and not even know it? In this life, there are nothing but possibilities. That is so sweet, I think I'm in a bum. Corey wants Rex first time at sex. Hey, Rex, what happened to your hair?
4: I will offer myself to Rex Manning. I wish I could be brave. You are brave. I have to bring Rex his lunch. I'm bringing
1: Rex lunch! Mark's Raging Man, best day he's had.
4: God, let help me, help me,
2: help me.
1: If I was in a band, they would not be doing this to me. Deb shaved her head and made out she was dead.
2: I tried to kill myself with a lady bit. Just your typical nutty teenager.
1: You did have hair, right? I was tired of being invisible. Gina did it again, this time to a friend.
2: You get smarter, the shorter your skirt gets. I want to sing
4: in a band, but I don't have the guts. So is this how
0: your life's gonna be now? You're just gonna screw every
4: husband.
2: I'm starting! Get this body feeling, deep inside.
1: Wanna know more? Check out the store. Empire Records open till midnight. This is Mark. Midnight. Empire Records, featuring the music of Better Than Ezra, Gin Blossoms, Ape Hangers, Evan Dando, Toad the Wet Sprocket, and the Cranberries. What is wrong with you people? Rock and roll.
0: I hear it from you Dude I am so excited to be doing Empire Records That's what we're doing next week This is uh, On the craft level mm-hmm. Of the Um Quintessential 90s, quintessential 90s movie. movie If you wanted to know What the 90s were like you would double this up with The Craft and just watch Empire Records and The Craft. Maybe singles. Gotcha. Oh, my God. This is my era. This is my shit. Everybody right now that you know that's in their 40s, this was their life in 1995. Like, when we were all young, we were kids, we were 20. Dude, and now we're all parents. But this was, this was Gen X. Nice. This was our time. I fucking love this movie. I can't... I can't get that across to you enough. It's a good twofer for me because I love Stigmata. Mm -hmm. I love Empire Records for a totally different reason. Nice. You know, so we'll get into that next week. I'm going to let you guys go. Uh, I hope we didn't get too deep on this episode, but I hope we did. I hope we gave you some some substance Mm -hmm. to think about. This is not part of the Stigmata soundtrack, this is Ministry, and I actually used it because it's called Stigmata. It's a badass song. Man. It is a badass song. All ministry is badass. That's a rule of life. Anyway, find out who God is for you. Mm-hmm. Find out who you are for you. Mm-hmm. And if God isn't a part of that, that's okay. Right. But if he is, that's okay too. Right. Because it's your life. Right. It's nobody else's business but yours. Wow. Take that with you. <laughs> I'm, I'm big on that. Like, Believe what you believe and know why you believe it. And it doesn't matter what anybody thinks about it. Right. Because it's your belief. Mm -hmm. Watch uh, Dogma. It's a good Kevin Smith movie. Mm. It's good shit. If I can ever find that on VHS, good luck there. We'll do it. But um, that was Stigmata. We hope you guys enjoyed it Uh, until next week or the week after. (laughs) Who knows? Whatever happens. Um, We're doing Empire Records also because April 8th was Rex Manning Day. That's why I wanted to do Empire Records this week. Mm -hmm. But I got Offset. April 8th is Rex Manning Day. So take that with you. Uh, Chew it up. Digest it. (laughs) I am Jasperino on behalf of the man, the myth, the legacy, Mr. Roman Alvarado. Love is love, man. Find yourself, and we will catch you, motherfuckers, on the flip side.